welcome to the City Speaking Podcast. The city speaks, you try to follow obedience. Even What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the City Speaking Podcast. I am doing this intro in my living room because I have to finish packing. <clears throat> finish packing, and I'm absolutely exhausted. I've been out filming all day. Uh, anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, dates, tour dates. I will be this Friday. I will be playing the Moonstep Live House in Nakano-ku in Tokyo. Not in Nakano, but in Tokyo. In Nakano-ku in Tokyo. You get the idea. It's Tokyo, people. I'll be there this Friday night, um, the 16th. Um, show starts from, this, from 6 o'clock all the way up to 10 o'clock, so... Come down, drop by. I don't even know what time my set is, but stay tuned for my uh, for my Facebook, Facebook and Twitter for, for the time that I'm going to be playing. Anyway, guys, that is those are the dates. That's it. All right. Yeah, and I got an early flight tomorrow morning. Anyway, let's get cracking. Today's podcast, I'm, I'm excited about this one. I've stashed this one for a little while, and I'm really, really happy to get it out there now. This one is with a young man called Michael Egan. So Mike Egan and his buddy Richard McCulloch, they did this crazy thing a few years ago. They decided to hitchhike uh, for charity. It became from, they were in Australia. They made their way across Asia and Europe all the way back to their home in the UK. Uh, we, we get into, it's a really sprawling conversation, but it, it really is quite fun. Um, we talk about what is about the crazy stuff. Like they were on a ferry for thirty-five hours in the sun. Uh, they were they got abandoned in the Gobi Desert. They they had to sleep in a rat-infested boiler room in Kazakhstan. Uh, but honestly, it's just a really really crazy story about hitchhiking and why they decided to do this and everything. Anyway, I'll let you guys listen to it and and, and you'll uh, you'll get a sense of it for yourself. Um, but Mike's a real, real sweetheart, and uh, Rich couldn't join us. Rich is working in Spain, but when I was back in the UK, Mikey and I had a chance to sit down and really enjoyed it. We had a really good chat. It helped that you know we sat down and uh, I bought us a few, a uh, few local brews, and we, you know, we drank and talked. But uh, don't worry, we don't get too sloppy in our conversation. Um, what else? Uh, yes, I do want to give a shout out to my in-laws though, because we did kind of take over their living room to have the. The conversation have the podcast so uh thank you guys thank you family okay um i think that about sums it up enjoy the podcast uh that's it without further ado michael egan the city speaks you try to follow obedience oh, even the ones that don't. yeah not now because i'm an idiot that's much better <clears throat> sorry mike can you say that should, should i do that again yeah yeah just do that again yeah that's sorry, right, that's right. um so basically we we had the the purpose of the trip was to try and get to England by by Christmas. Yeah, by Christmas twenty twenty thirteen. Oh no, it was year, no twenty eleven. I think it was. Was it? And it was September at the time, and we'd been working in a mining town, and um, you know we, we'd saved a bit of money. Richard was better than me, mm. and it was kind of like we'd been away from home for nearly two years, and it was, and I. And I, I wanted to be home for Christmas because it'd been a while. And I remember speaking to a guy I worked with in Kalgoorlie, this mining town. Australia. In Australia, that's right. And he was such an interesting guy. But he was, you know, you, you say you meet crazy people. He was a crazy person, but in a great, great way. Like he was from Holland, 
very interesting. So well traveled. I opened up his um, passport book, and it was like, it was like a rainbow in a passport book. There was just so many stamps from all over the world. You know, he camped in Afghanistan on the border, um, and he and he done a lot of hitchhiking, and then. I think I can't remember what it was. We were we were talking about Richard and I were talking about going home, and I said to him, "Why don't why don't we just try and hitchhike home?" Just as a passing comment, I never thought about it. And then I kind of just went away. And then Richard kind of had this look at him when he thinks this could work. And I I I, I never thought too much about it. I went and I did my own thing, whatever. Next day, Richard had gone to work. Didn't even do any work. He spent the whole day researching how to um, the possibilities of, of hitchhiking from Australia to England, and he drew out this amazing map on Google Maps, um, and he saw we saw the whole route, and he produces beautiful spreadsheet for any accountant out there. Seriously, they would. Oh, the spreadsheet had formulas and everything. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, isn't it? No, so, no, but it's just that that was his mindset. Yeah, like, yeah. He let's was, plot this out. He was, yeah, he, I think he just, he just sort of, he's one of these guys, once he has an idea, he can't shake it off. And it was an, an idea of having an adventure. Mm. So, um, and his philosophy was strangers will help strangers. And that's why he wanted to do the adventure. And so he just ran with it. He, well, it was just, it was more just a passing comment from me. But Richard did all the work. Like he was the guy who built. He built the. I. I just. I just. It's like I. Um, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but I can't at the moment. But it's like I just threw a seed in there, and he was the. He was the guy who grew it. That's and right. You. You. You inceptioned him. Yeah, exactly. You inceptioned I, him oh, with the idea. I inceptioned the crap out of him. So, how long have you known Richard, by the way? Oh, I've known Richard since I was about uh, about seven. So oh, I've, God, I've childhood yeah. friends. You guys. Oh, are... absolutely! Like we're very close, like best mate. Yeah, one of the best mates. He's a great, yeah, incredible, an amazing human. Really is. I, I, I admire. I admire him. I really do. Oh. Yeah. So how did the journey begin then? What, what was it? The beginning of the spreadsheet that spawned <clears throat> this epically long. <laughs> Tell us about. Just walk us through <clears throat> this. So what you you want me to talk about? Just how it started. Well, I mean, we we know the spreadsheet was the um, oh right was the begin was the beginning of the planning, and he obviously used map, used Google Maps or whatever to help plan that out as well. Then what you what did you guys do? You guys said okay, we're going to quit our jobs. We have X number of months to get back. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think it was what it is. Well, Richard sort of, I think he basically worked out um, how much money you'd need and and sort of the sort of the average amount of money you'd use per day for each country according to sort of how expensive everything was and we went by the well it's going to take us 100 days if we leave from this day which is something like september 12 or something like that so 100 days from there we've got 20 countries to go through and that's 200 kilometers per day if we can do that and it's 20 sorry and it's 20 20 000 kilometers the whole journey so including crossing the water yes i think so yeah mm. so it worked it's obviously to the nearest thousand sure, sure, sure. but like yeah i think crossing the water and everything so it's just like well let's let's just go by a target of 200 kilometers per day 
and he had an itinerary for each day of where we should be roughly so it was something good for us to follow and that was it was basically just it was it was like no plan really for when we get to each place it was just like you know we we the only like sort of the only charge we had was the driver taking us to the destination so we we could only go as far as they wanted to take us man so you're in australia you get on a you hitchhike on a car first do you guys decide to walk to a ferry like how do you cross onto yeah asia yes you went to asia first right you went to asia so basically like i said earlier we, we wanted to try and start from australia and just and go to the north of north of um it would have been probably Broome or port headland and try and that's northern get, australia so that's northern australia yeah in wa and basically try and get on a boat work on a boat and work on it going towards bali or indonesia but we didn't have time to do that sadly so what did you guys end up doing there? So we ended up getting a flight from Perth okay. to Bali. And we said, let's Bali in Indonesia be our first start off the adventure. So there's two of you. You've got your spreadsheet. You've got your map. You've, you're probably clean shaven at this point because you end oh, up. We had to be. Because <laughs> you knew you wouldn't, we you didn't know be. what the waters would yeah, be exactly. like. Exactly, yes. Uh, wh- what happens in Bali? Um, well, basically, it was weird. We just landed in Bali, Denpasar, the airport. You know, paid our visas to get in there. It was like thirty. It was like forty-five dollars, I think, American dollars. Okay. And we just walk out, and it was just like it was almost like Forrest Gump when he just like he just ran, but we didn't run. We walked, <laughs> <laughs> and we just walked. We had an idea of where north was that was literally it you get you you leave the airport and you're like north should be there yeah so we're just like let's just head north um richard bought kindle and he downloaded all the um what you call lonely planets for them gotcha so we had maps so we used that basically for when we get to a town we thought oh well we could find accommodation in this town you know worst case scenario so it was great that was like our little map book and plus richard had done a hell of a lot of research um, so he had ideas in his head as well. But yeah, literally got to Denpasar and just walked. And we just kept walking. And then we d- and we s- we did the classic hitchhiking thing of sticking your thumb out. Did that work out there? And it, it did not work. Does it, it mean like, something else out there? Yeah, it's 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 well it didn't it was just it just didn't work. Like and people just walked past us or drove past us, sorry, should I say, with sort of I don't know. We've no intention of picking us up, and we thought, well, we've got to, we've got to stand out. So we just continued walking, and then we thought, well, maybe we need to find a focal point so people can see us. So one of us, I don't know, one of us grabbed a, a piece of cardboard, and we thought, well, why don't we start plotting destinations for where we want to reach to? And oh, what was the first place? Was it Gili Manuk? What was that? There, there was a, there was a spot which is like only. Oh god, what was it like? Twenty k from the airport okay. of Denpasar. So twenty kilometers away. That 20. was your first spot. You're like, we're thinking if we can make twenty kilometers, that's going to be an improvement on. That's that's a step forward. That was kind of the decision, right? Absolutely. It was just kind of like, let's just, just let's just get a bloody ride. I just I just <laughs> I know. Let's that, just, let's just let's just move this shit forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I I want that rush of 
I was sticking my thumb out or someone recognising to give us a lift heading towards our destination of, uh, well, France or England. So the cardboard. So then what happened? So we wrote down the cardboard where we wanted to go and we started walking with this cardboard and we just we just walk, continue walking north. I think I had the cardboard beside me and I was just walking with it, displaying where we wanted to go and eventually this guy pulled over in his truck just pulled over and we looked at him for a bit because like we just didn't know if he was pulling over for us or if he was pulling over something else oh, but what, what, what did it actually say on the cardboard do you remember <clears throat> oh it just said the name of the town and i think it the town in bali island i think was it gilly manuk we've got a picture of it gilly... i'm on your website i'm trying to see it's well, pro- i see i see Richard holding a Jakarta Indonesia one, but that's oh, no, day be- five. That's day five, so it's before that. Okay. Anyway, sorry, go on. So, so this guy. Yeah, so this guy pulled over and um we just thought, is he is he pulling over for us or do we continue walking? So we just we just thought, oh we'll just play it cool. So we continued walking until we came straight up to the, the truck itself. Ubong, is that it? Ubong. U- Ubong. U B O N G I C No, oh no, that's a second hitch. So anyway, go on. Sorry, go on. Sorry, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. So another guy picked us up, and um, so th- this is backtracking now to when we we're at a petrol stations. Thanks for reminding me, Josh. <laughs> so when we we're at a petrol station, we were at this petrol station. We walked about seven k's, and we're like, "This is crap. This is so much more difficult than we thought it'd be." So we pulled us petrol station. We thought, "Well, why don't we just wait here for a bit and uh, just ask people to pull in and." We were there for about 15 minutes and I think eventually this guy pulled over and he could speak English because he'd been working on um, cruise ships around the world. He was he was a local guy, but he'd been, so his English was fantastic. I can't remember his name, which is annoying, but it might be it might be in there. But the sign that we had was U- Ubong and he said, oh, well, I can't give you a lift to Ubong, but I can give you a lift up to this junction and I can point you in the right direction. And it was about three Ks, but we were still over the moon that we were able to get our first hitch ride, hitch, our first ride with this guy. Great guy he was. Um, it's that sense of like, hey, this might work. Like, yeah, exactly. We, we've actually properly started. Oh yeah, and honestly, it's the little things, but this is such a little thing, but for us, it was such a momentous, like this is our first ride. This is, this is now the adventure begins, you know? And we didn't even think about for, you know, we weren't even thinking about the target then of trying to reach 200 k's a day. We'd only got about seven kilometers and it was coming up to like three in the afternoon. It was just like, let's just see how this goes. So this guy gave us a ride and he was, um, it was quite interesting actually sitting in the car with him. He was telling us, oh, this is not going to work. It's dangerous. It's so negative. It's like, oh, no. And we were like, oh, no. You know, it's an adventure. We, we was, excuse me, we were so naive. So naive. We just thought it'd be fine. And, you know, we adopted the, in Australia, they go with the she'll be all right attitude. And we just like constantly run through, through our say head. Say that again, say again. She'll be all right. How, how do they say it there? Is an ex, is there? They'd be like, oh, she'll be all right, mate. Okay. There's kind of like, ah, oh, she, yeah, you know, there's, there's no worries, you know. It just means like, don't worry about it. It's like if, if a problem happens, she'll be all right. It'll work itself out. So we just, we just adopted that living in this mining town. So, and we use that sort of, philosophy if you want to call it for our journey and uh so every time you say oh it's dangerous you're not going to make it blah 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 he, he was a lovely guy but 
he does he just obviously hadn't heard of people doing this before well very few people have to be honest exactly i mean he the only reason he knew about it is because he'd been sort of exposed to western culture he'd never heard of hitch he would never locals didn't understand the concept of hitchhiking they didn't know what it was well yeah i mean in that part of the world but also hitchhiking at least to me always felt like a very like a very and a very a very American thing. It Perhaps is. it's because it's been out there. Can't, like it's where there's large landmass and people drive most places. You get that. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? Like it's kind of, so I would imagine in Australia, I'm sure it's a thing. It, yeah. To a certain it, extent. Or it's common. I don't know. It's a thing. But. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it is a thing. I guess it's like mostly, I was going to say English speaking countries, but obviously it happens throughout Europe as well. So, you know, I, I can't make that cool. But, but anyway, so let's, so let's say, so three kilometers. <clears throat> You guys make your way. So this guy, he drops you off at this junction. He says, I don't think it's going to work. I think I think it's not a good idea. It's dangerous. But here you go. I'm going to yeah. help you anyway. Yeah. Oh. Which, which is actually proves Rich's point, right? That strangers will help strangers. Absolutely. So yeah. even though he was concerned about other strangers, he knew that he was all right. And so he's, you know what? I'm going to help these guys out. So mm. you guys make it to this junction. Then what happens? So we just, we still had the sign on us and we knew the direction we needed to head because it can be quite disorientated, especially in Bali because it's just so busy. Um, so we just continued heading sort of north westerly and at least we knew that this road would take us pretty much all the way to the west coast where we'd have to then catch the little boat from Bali to Java, which is the main island where like Jakarta is and all that, all the main cities of Indonesia. So, yeah, we just continued walking. Then I had this sign out and I held it out while I was walking, just chatting to Richard. That was a good thing about this thing. You know, it didn't matter. We, we didn't have to stand there. We could just walk with the sign. So it was great exercise at the same time. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, like, you're always positive. Yeah. And, and this is clearly showing yeah, in this case. It, you know, so, yeah, I had some, my legs, I had some cracking legs after it. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. So... Eventually, you make it to Ubong, um, or, or was there a detour there? I don't, I don't actually know if we actually made it to Ubong. It was just kind of like the direction we wanted to go to. But the guy who gave us a lift, eventually this truck, this truck probably went about, I'm going to say this, minus six miles an hour. It was that slow. <laughs> Did it feel that way, yeah. or, or was it traffic, or just he was, was just a slow ass driver? It was. I think it was a combination of everything, and also. We didn't know what the hell he was carrying. Okay. And throughout the whole trip, he couldn't speak a word of English. He knew where we wanted to go, but we were desperate to find out what he was carrying in his truck because he was playing it quiet about his truck. You guys, asked, the, you guys asked him in the first place? Not in the first place. We were just like, I'll oh, see so what you're doing. Like, we, it's not like we were prying too hard. It was just like... But prying a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, maybe a little <laughs> bit. I don't know what it was. But he just kept changing the subject. So then it made us think, well, we want to know what's in that bloody truck, mate. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, you know, to sort of to kill that story, we never found out, which was a shame. Oh. But the, he was so kind, this guy. Like, we were driving, and it was came to night, and he pulled over because he was tired, because he'd been driving for a while. So he pulled up this little trucker stop, which is a lovely little shop. And the guy just sort of bought us dinner. He didn't have to. We didn't really? ask him to. Yeah, and it was just, it was just showing. That, you know, again, another part of Richard's philosophy was sort of our journey was was to show the kindness of strangers. It wasn't to exploit. Like we were willing to like 
treat people to dinners or whatever, you know, whatever, to show our appreciation. But it always ended up the nice people would insist on buying us a meal or, or something or shown an act of kindness. Um, and, you know, we would say, no, 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 it's fine. We've got this. They'd insist. And it was sort of, it was so, uh, it, was, it was humbling. It really was. Oh, so, so that, um, yeah. So anyway, this guy, this guy went to, he, he was like, and that was, so that was another momentous occasion because it was like another ra- random act of kindness, but it was hmm. him taking us for, on this journey towards our destination, but also um, treating us to dinner, which he didn't have to, right. you know. And I don't know what his lifestyle's like, but, you know, we had... You know, we we'd, we'd had quite a lucrative earnings from Australia. And the, when you guys were in the mines, we were working in the mines. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you, there's not a lot to. I mean, and tell me if I'm incorrect, but my understanding is there isn't really a lot to spend money on in the mining town. Per not se. really, no. So you're able I mean, to. I mean, you're able to save money. Right? I, I guess that's the point I'm getting at. Is yes, you can earn. Yeah. I mean, and there was money, especially during that time. I guess right. There was there was a lot of money and maybe even still is I, I, right. There, the other, mining, it, I think we were, we were there near the end of the mining boom. Okay. Yeah. So, and and you know they were offering jobs to the most random jobs to anyone. Richard, you know, he has a degree in history, and mm. he was working as a ventilation technician. Yeah, he was basically in charge of people breathing two kilometers under underground. But what well, they trained him though? No, they I, they trained him. Yeah, but it's just like you know, there's no. <laughs> he, he, must no have, he must have trained him like you get training on the job training or they you train get trained on the job but he's Surely. got no background of no engineering background or anything. He, he's just purely a historian a very smart historian so maybe the guy saw potential in many ways so thought sure, this sure. guy's going to pick it up quickly okay. so okay so let, let's get back sorry to get the, back no 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 no, no it's okay sorry. so where do you sleep that night so, so we, you got your first hitchhike you got your first meal hmm. where yeah. did you first sleep so this journey, this guy took us. He, um, we were still, we still had this idea of what the hell's in the back of his truck, and we started playing with the joke of, oh, he could be a drug dealer. I don't know why. We had this drug dealer thing in our head, and he, um, he basically started turning off, veering off down this random lane, and it was getting darker. There were more palm trees, had a bit of a Columbia vibe to it, and. He then pulled up to this gang of people, and then we're like, "Okay, guess this is not, <laughs> this this could be the moment where Mike and Richard realize they're in they're in way too deep." Was it a shit just got real kind of? A yeah, thing? it or was. It was. Actually, it didn't, but you thought maybe. Yeah, this is like this is sort of like we need to start. We didn't. We haven't sort of factored this in, and we need to start thinking of of a potential escape plan if the shit goes down. Right. And um, he got out. And all we and all that happened is we were welcomed with open arms, you know. And it was just like this guy took us to to maybe obviously his boss, and his I don't know what they said in in, in uh, Bahasa, which is uh, Indonesian, but they they're obviously going along the lines of uh, we won't be able to look after these guys. Can you take these guys somewhere for the night to to his drive? The guy who drove us. Okay. So we then. The three of us got onto one of his little scooters with all our bags and everything. When you say a scooter, like a two wheel, the two wheel fifty or one hundred fifty cc or whatever. Oh, this thing's a fifty cc, definitely, <laughs> dude. Like honestly, and he just he he got us on the back of the scooter. I was, Rich was in the middle. I was on the back. I couldn't even. I was all, I was almost sat on the exhaust, and the scooter was pretty much doing a wheelie all the way to. Jeez. 
this uh, this place. They they obviously just knew this little guest house, which they dropped us off, which is back on the main road, which is which is which was great. And um, yeah, we just stayed in this lovely little guest house. It was very very simple. That's a nice way of putting it. But the lady who owned it, she was so beautiful, and it cost like. It probably cost about two two dollars for the night like each. Two U.S. dollars or something. Yeah, like two U.S. dollars. Did, okay, cu- currency. Like, did you guys get all the currency you needed? Like, or was it more? Um... Oh, we did it along the way. So, like, when we landed it in Bali for the first place, we would have. Um... What you? What did you start with? You started with with Australian dollars. Um, I think we may have had about a hundred or something, but we basically just took the currency out when we were in the country. Oh, hang on, hang on. You guys each had about a hundred Australian dollars. That was it. Oh no no we had lots of savings okay, okay. but it's all in our bank account I got you but, okay. yeah sorry that's what okay okay no no okay so but I mean in terms of like uh, I guess like hard currency cash. what you had yeah yeah so yeah was that was pretty much. I guess it, which is kind of smart I guess because you didn't want to have too much oh we didn't want to be a target that's yeah what it was. that's part of it I mean you're you, you'll stick out enough I mean you know absolutely two white boys hitchhiking exactly in Indonesia that's in pretty... the sun you know I was looking especially ginger being in the, the sort of the <laughs> WA heat so. Um, yeah, so we, but when we got to the, when we got to Bali, we took out maybe two hundred dollars worth of okay. local currency. Well, I can't even remember what the currency was now over there. Rupiah was it? Um, but yeah, and I had these like kind of um, we we call them bum bags, but like it's like a fanny pack. But we it's call a flat one fanny pack, which to you guys means fanny means something else. The fanny means something else. Yes, to okay, us. okay. Uh, but um, it's like this. It was like this flat. Bag which I could tuck under my belt. Oh yeah, it's like a travel. It's like a safety travel bag. Travel like, bag. Sometimes yeah. people have them like they have them for their their ankles or they have them for like I, yeah. I, I know it, it's like a it's like a secret compartment kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's right. So that's what you had. So that's what we had. That's where you kept all your. That's your, your I was and I your was like passport the, and stuff. Absolutely, I was like the utility man because we bought one. Oh no, did Richard? I can't remember. I had one anyway. And I kept the money and I kept it very close to my crotch. Right. Nice warm money. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't very nice. <laughs> we felt bad <laughs> making purchases. Warm vinegary money. This okay. Warm, yeah. I, I got you. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, so you you stay at this guest house, and then the next yeah. morning. So the next morning, yeah, just sort of, it was kind of like, oh well. There was it was not like oh let's go check out the site. It was like well let's just find the road and then just dust off the flum. And get going again. I'm sorry, was that dust off the flum? The flum, the thumb. What, what does that mean? I've never heard that. Oh, oh the, the thumb. The, the, the oh, hitch- I'm sorry. sorry. The hitchhiking thumb. Oh, sorry. Dust off the thumb. My bad. Yeah, my bad, but my bad. it was just like, well, it's obviously not working over here. So, yeah, we just um, we found some more cardboard and wrote down the end destination where we wanted to go for that day. What, London. Okay. Yeah, if only it was. <laughs> we did that as a joke. That didn't work. Um, but I think this was Gili Manuk, which is the port town west of Bali where you get the boat from Bali to um, uh, Java which is the okay. the main island the most I think probably the most populated island of Indonesia J- Java's yeah pretty yeah um, so yeah back in the road and then when we got yeah we got back in the road and then these guys pulled over these random kids pulled over on their scooters because they were just purely interested in what the hell we were doing did they just did you see a lot of other Westerners around, or did you? No, just... not really. No, this uh, this is when we're coming out of out of like the more um, tourist Bali. <sighs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, we 
we've we've guys, we're, we're, we're drinking beer, so if you'll <laughs> you'll have to excuse the occasional pauses. Yeah, exactly. Not trying to belch in your ears, guys. So, um, it so, was yeah. So you're saying not particularly. Yeah, so this is when it was getting less touristy. There was there was there was more. We're seeing the locals now, which is brilliant. Which is what we want to do. You know, when we when Rich and I travel, we have the similar idea that we'd rather meet the people rather than see the the sites or the the, the artifacts or whatever. I got you. Uh, so this is perfect traveling for us. Okay. Um, so yeah, just back in the roads, these local guys pulled over. They were purely interested in what we were doing. They said they wanted to help us, but they said, "Give us some money to help." And we're like, uh, we're not too sure. Like we're learning every day now every, what was going on. But we weren't. We were like, nah, it's okay. And they said they could help us. So I don't know. I don't think we gave them any money. They eventually just managed to pull over a um, a truck of some sort. And the truck. This is the first time that we were asked for money for a ride. And still young to it, thought, okay, we'll, we'll flick them a fiver. So we flicked them $5, five dollars. I think Australian dollars. Uh, it, uh, or US dollars. US dollars, okay, probably. Okay. Yeah, five US dollars, which is not it's not much at all. But like, it's it's still quite a lot when it when you think about your budget. Um, and we thought that's fine. You know, they're doing a good thing. Um, but they these guys were, you know, it was it was weird because the people asked for money. Always get there was always more of a cold atmosphere. Really? Yeah. Like we had, we had, um, oh, what was it? Later on, as, as, as sort of the, the, the weeks went on, we came up with three different types of people. Okay, go on. There was pleasers. These are the people we liked best because they were just, they wanted, they, they made us feel happy. There was teasers and they were the guys who'd pull over, see us and then drive off. Okay. I think it was Feezers and they were the people who charged wanted money. money. He so wanted, these are your three people. Pleasers, teasers and Feezers. <laughs> I think that's what it was. So, and you could... <laughs> that's great. So, it was terrible because then you'd start making uh, assumptions but even before you get there. Like, right. We were getting there and every time we'd be like, oh, please be a pleaser, please be a pleaser, please be a pleaser. But then you'd, you'd sort of make guesses as to the type of person they were. But um, yeah, anyway, they, these guys were Feezers because they ask for money. Now, does Feezer mean that they don't get you there, or does that mean that they they charge you, but you do typically kind of get there? In your experience, I know you, there's a lot of nuance within all of them, but hmm. yeah, but basically they 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 basically they ask for money, either before, during, or after the trip, basically. So, and you kind of can have an idea of what they're going to be like on first impressions. Is it so, pretty? So yeah, but but not the begin, not the beginning of the trip. But by the end of the trip, we were like, you could have a good idea of what was going to happen and how do, you could prepare yourself of how to approach them. Wait, so hang on. So you're saying like when you first meet them, how they interact with you in the first two three minutes, you know, you can you can kind of feel what engaging with them further would be like. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. So first impressions matter, folks. Yeah, it 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 did it did it like it did. It did help in that. It, you try not to do first impression, but it, it does. It did really help then. Like, um, and these guys. So this is a new thing we'd learned. We already learned so much in the first day and a half doing this, doing this trip. Um, and you know, uh, uh, the first guy. This sorry, the second guy took us. He was a pleaser because he took us. He fed us and took us to our. T- not that we want. We were sort of 
demanding it or expecting it. It just happened. Sort of naturally. It was just it happened organically. Um, so these guys, they were obviously, they were truck drivers and they were obviously transporting something. And this route that we took, which is like the south side of Bali, the main road south side, uh, was obviously a very busy route for truck drivers transporting goods to and from Java. And so we got to the port and then we got on the boat and I think the boat took about two hours getting to Java. And then we got to sort of the port town in Java, which I cannot remember for the life of me. Um, and yeah, just stopped over for food. We saw we saw a few we saw a few Western buses then, which felt weird, even though we'd been we'd only hadn't seen Westerners for a day, but it just felt weird that did. I don't like, know why. What are you guys doing? Yeah, here? I guess I guess they probably saw us and thought it was a bit weird that we were just random tourists on a on a boat with these two guys. Mm. But um, yeah, so we just got some food and then we just basically thought, right, let's just get back in the car. Uh, sorry, not get back in the car. Let's just get back on the road and find out what our next destination is going to be. And I think we wrote, I think it was City Bundu was the next town. Oh, God, I can't remember. That. Don't worry. I mean, don't, yeah. we don't have to go through every. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, no, but don't worry. But, but uh, I, I did want to just kind of ask, though, like the rules of engagement, the rules of this game. Yeah. No. So it was purely on hitchhiking, purely on engaging with strangers to uh, to get rides, right? Yeah. Um, to get from point A to point B. Yeah. Was that pretty much? So you didn't. So no, no. Did you guys no public transportation or whatever? No public. So no buses, no no car. Uh, sorry, no buses, no taxis, no trains, no. no none of that stuff. We we'd kind of go in with like the the no planes, no trains, no cars. Whether I would guess the exceptions would be when you're crossing water. Oh, that's yeah, the only exception. Water, yeah. Okay. We'd have to so. take like have to take a boat, and you know there was. You know, I didn't think we had time to try and haggle a, a boat ride. So, it was, you know, or, you know, and try. So it's just like, okay, get to the sea. And there was only about, throughout the whole journey, probably three or four crossings. I'm trying to think now. Yeah, three or four crossings where you take a boat. Okay. So, so anyway, eventually, any other cool stories in Indonesia you want to share before we go on to the next country? Oh, well. So many stuff. Blimey, yeah. Hang on, no, no, no. I, I recall this. There was an amazing thing that happened that kind of helped you guys sail through Indonesia. Am I right? Oh, yes. So, are you talking about the golden ticket? Y yes. I mean, can we cut to that? Is there yeah, abso yeah absolutely. That? Absolutely. Okay. And that's how we met. The, the, the Got the big ride as well, which is great. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, we were in City Bandu, um, and we really struggled to get a ride. We were, but at this stage, we thought the best thing to do was to hang out at petrol stations public areas and just write down where we wanted to go and then just hope that people would want to give us a ride. And like we met so many people who would offer to buy us bus tickets to go further. Cause, because just, it just, they're so kind. These people were, you know, and um, so, but during that day, a lot of people kept saying to us, why don't you go to a police station? Why you? And we did, we didn't get that. I was like, why would they want us to go to a police station? So then we we didn't hitchhike for about a day and we thought, oh, this is really crap. So we thought, bugger it. After sleeping in a mosque that night. You slept in a mosque? Yeah. Uh, 
I'm sorry, before we get to the golden ticket, can you tell us about how did you get into the mosque and how did you get to sleep in the mosque? Oh, right. Well, basically, this guy, um, this random guy picked us up and there was a massive loss in translations. We thought, oh, great, we're getting a ride here. But he was just interested in us and took us to his house. Okay. So we just, it was amazing. I was like, wow, this is brilliant. And so he took us home, uh, he fed us, and then he said, do you want to sleep? Oh, no, and then he also, um, he wanted us to meet his son. Because his son had been learning English, and he wanted his son to practice his English on us, which is great. And we were more than happy to sort of interact with the locals. And there's a huge uh, uh, Muslim population. Oh, right. Like, I, mean, I, massive, think the, like it's, I think right. it's the most. I think it's the big, the biggest Muslim population in the world. I think that's what they say. Um, and so they eventually we got we we sort of we totally broed out with the son. He was great. I drew a picture on the on the wall. Of me, which I thought was what the dad wanted, but he just looked horrified when I drew it on his wall. I almost basically, I did graffiti. I, I basically vandalized his wall. I'm, I'm sorry. What did you think? <laughs> what did he say to you first that prompted you to that? Because that, that's so random. And you drew a picture of a man. I drew a picture, basically, uh, of you. I think he wanted us to sign his wall. Oh, and you his... drew a picture. Did 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 you did he think it was? Did you think he? Did he think you drew Muhammad or something? Like, why did he? No, why did you say I, he seemed? He seemed know. upset, or I think he just, or just I, the fact that you had you had. I think it's just that I drawn a picture on his wall. I, I like I drew. I think he just wanted us to sign our names. Okay. But I just thought. Oh, I just thought oh, I'll be really. I thought I was. I was picking. Up, I was like getting a good vibe from this. I thought right. I'll draw my name and I'll draw a picture of myself, <laughs> like to sort of say I'm that guy, and yeah, because I used to tell people because my hair was long. And I'd say Michael, and they'd struggle with Michael in some of the countries. So I'd say like like Michael Jackson, because everyone knows Michael Jackson. And like, Even oh. up there, they're like, oh Michael Jackson, yeah, oh, like yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Jackson, really, yeah. yeah. But Richard, long live Michael, King Richard. Of they struggled, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, Michael. But Richard, they struggled with him because they struggled to say his name, and like we had the running joke. He'd be like Richard. Like Richard Gere. <laughs> like, did, that, no. did that work? No. Did that no have knows, any? No, it didn't work. No one knows Richard Gere, unfortunately, <laughs> up there. But um, you made, like, so I drew, his, I drew his picture of myself, and yeah, he, I, he didn't look that pleased. <laughs> and it's like, well, I've just ruined your ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, so that night um, we went to go to sleep, and he took us to the mosque within their. Um, I think he was like a police officer where they they go and pray. So this is a police officer. That yeah, actually, it's, it's, but it, he was like a, he was obviously I think he's some sort of like high ranking police officer. Okay, because uh, he had he had, he had a mustache. I'm just general. He had a mustache. But no, no, if he had a mustache, you know, generalize. If he had a mustache, he had a mustache. He had, he a, had a mustache, right? He had a mustache. So it was legit. He, he had looked, a mustache. He looked more senior, and there was okay. like he had badges all over him, so he looked like he had it was in a senior role. Okay, I see what you mean. Um, and he just took us to his prayer room. And he said, you're sleeping here tonight, which was so nice. And and it was, but it was in the mosque. Yeah. So he took you out of his house. Yes. Walked you across some a few steps to where the mosque oh, was. He drove us. He drove okay. us into, back into the center of town. And, and said, then, you may sleep. He said, this is a prayer room. You're, you're welcome to sleep in here. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're so, welcome to sleep here. And so we did. And it was, it was so uncomfortable, but we were so appreciative. It was free. It was free accommodation. You, you, you're probably the first Irish Catholic boy to be exactly to, <laughs> to to sleep in to sleep in a in a, in a mosque in, in, in the, that's awesome it was an amazing experience and um so yeah we just slept there we just basically just used our jumpers as pillows and yeah we just slept there and he said to us um 
We he, through his son, he translated as, "I'll come and pick you up at seven in the morning." So we're like, "Yeah, perfect, sounds great." Anyway, we we woke up at what we thought was seven in the morning, but there'd been a daylight savings had kicked in, so we'd woken up an hour earlier. And you guys were freaking out. So we weren't freaking out. We were just thought, "Oh, we, we got to get up ready." And he didn't turn up. I was like, where the hell is he? And we thought, oh, maybe he's just forgotten about us. So we thought, all oh, right, well, let's go get some food and then we'll go back. And then we came back about half an hour later and we saw him and he looked a bit, he looked a bit pissed off. But, uh, so it's what, 6.30, 6.45? So, so it wasn't, was it seven yet? Um, oh, no, it must have been past, no, it must have been past seven. Because like, we thought, oh, well, he's not coming back. So we thought, oh, well, let's go get some food and get ready for the road trip back. Well, for, to, to continue the road trip. But you guys make it back and he's there and he's a little bit like, oh, yeah, guys, yeah, come on. Exactly. I said seven. And, and, and then it's just sort of like, we kind of, we, he, look, he looked a bit hurt. And we were like, what? And we didn't get, we didn't get why he was mm. so hurt. Because we thought, well, you didn't turn up. And then later we found, oh, bugger time difference right. and he looked like we, like we betrayed him not betrayed him yeah like, word, like you guys are disrespectful yeah or we were disrespectful I mean, but that's the thing with language and mm. you, oh absolutely lost in translation lost like it's it's a misunderstanding it, oh, it, it was a misunderstanding and it was a good it was a good learning point for us as well um but anyway so we we continued traveling and still we could not get a ride and still again people kept saying go to the police station go to the police station so we thought, bugger it, let's go to the police station. So we went to the police station and... I'm sorry, you were with a police officer. So we were with a... I think he was a police officer. Okay. Oh, so you actually don't know if he's a policeman? I don't. I think or government official or something. Okay, okay. He looked government... Okay, I got you. I, I, got I, you. I, I Yeah, I'm not sure what he was. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, you, you're you with him. You say goodbye. He drops you off somewhere. Uh, he just basically puts us in this little, like... Um, oh, what do you call? What do you call like, the tuk-tuk? Like a little tuk-tuk yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah, the three-legged thingies. Yeah, and he said, "Go this way," and so it took us to a uh, a police station. So he okay. So he but he but he he arranged it. Yeah, he so, arranged so, so it. So that was okay for you guys. It was like, okay. You know what? This guy has arranged it for us to go take this little tuk-tuk there. Yes. Did you guys had to pay for the tuk-tuk. I cannot remember that. I cannot remember. Okay, it doesn't matter. It was Nobody like it was probably I'm, about. I'm just being. Minutes. I'm just being nitpicky. No, no, no. About, good. About, no, it's about good. Hitchhiking little stuff. Yeah, but anyway, exactly. no, no. But I, I got you. I got you. It's okay. So, you get to the police station. We get to the police station. We were probably in the police station for about three hours, because no one could understand what we wanted to do. They <laughs> didn't get it. They were like, to the point where it was like, so we want to get. Basically, we want to get to England. No planes, no trains, no cars, whatever. Um, and the, the police officers basically just said, because they had this guy who could speak a bit of English, and they were like, what are you doing here? And then we were like, yeah, what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> we just thought we've wasted our time doing this. And then basically Richard just said, can you help us? And then the guys, the, the police officers went off just thinking about, okay, what are we going to do, what are we going to do? And then they just sort of, about seven of them came out and we all got into like a, a police convoy as if we were like the president of bloody Indonesia. This convoy just went down back onto the main street uh, to where they have these like police officers situated on the street in these little booths. So it was about, yeah, it was about, God, it was about three or four police cars sort of like like traffic warden booths kind of yeah thing like one of those so i'm okay so just so just sorry pin this picture again for me so so the no, police, no, no 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 it, it's amazing so so 
<clears throat> about seven cops come out. Yeah, take your jumper off. So about so about seven seven cops come out. They say they they don't even tell you what's going on. They just they set up this convoy. They set up this convoy. Yeah, and it was it was almost like you know when you see in the films where you see a president in the car, right, racing down the highway. There's police. There's mm. like um, I've seen one. I've seen Bill Clinton you, do that. Oh, in San really? Francisco. Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah. I wow. saw him drive by. Well, not hit. No, he's not driving by. He was in a vehicle doing his wave. But I, yeah. So you have you have police on the sides of the road, yeah. and then you have vehicles in front and behind. Basically, yeah. On so that you, so you got the presidential service. You, you got the got presidential diplomatic service. whatever service. Yeah, exactly. And then they took us to this one of these booths or these little huts, which is on the side of the road. And I think what they do is they do they pick random trucks. They pull them over just to check them out. What's the, I think I think it's just to check there's any contraband or anything like that in the back of the trucks. Mm. And so they took us there, and the guy who was the best at speaking English there came with us too. And basically, he said to us, "What do you want us to say? What do you want from us?" So we said, "Okay, basically write this down." So he did. He did the best he could. He wrote in Indonesian. What it is exactly what we wanted in, to in, do in in Bahasa? Sorry, in Bahasa. In Bahasa yeah, no, 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 yeah. no, it's, no, it's Bahasa. Yeah. In exactly what we wanted to happen. So it was basically like it was something like my name. Oh, we've we've got the letter somewhere. It's something like my name's Richard and my name's Michael. Um, we're trying to hitchhike uh, from uh, Bali to uh, England for charity. Um, it's this much distance. Um, can you help us? And, and basically, the police would then say, can you help these guys? Blah, blah, blah. Here's an official stamp. And we're, the, we're the police force of a city bundu or something. Um, please, can you help these guys? I, I think I found it on your website. Oh, you found, have you on found the, it? On, the, on your Tumblr, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it even has like, it even says like, like Stratton. It, it yeah. Even, it even says Shropshire. It even says like the... <laughs> the, the the you know the county that you're hoping to get to within England. They've never heard of it. Oh my god, this is pretty amazing. Uh, guys, we'll have the website up for you guys to check out later. We'll give it a shout out. But yeah, God. So so and it's officially stamped. Yeah, so, it was officially stamped. Like this was official. So um, what? What? the just, guy who oh, wrote this, amazing. the guy who wrote this was an absolute legend. Like I think he loved the fact that he was able to practice his English. He was a younger chap. So obviously, naturally, they picked him because he's obviously he's he's been practicing at school, um, but yeah, he he was he was incredible. And then while this was all happening, the the police outside were then just pulling in so many trucks, telling them where are you going, help these help these foreigners basically. So they were almost like it, it sounds terrible, but they were forcing us onto trucks. <laughs> so they pull these guys over and said. You're taking these two foreigners. And then... Um, and they're just like, they're looking at you guys. They're looking at the, the police officer. They're looking back to you, looking at this car. <sighs> yeah, exactly. So they had to pull over. So at this point, we went, we, we had no chance to build a rapport with the actual, uh, the truck drivers. Because all they did, they had an empty truck and they just got us to sit in the back of the truck. So we were never in the cab with these guys. And... Before we left this place, Richard had a he had a Man United football shirt on, 
Okay. Manchester United football yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. And he, um, he actually gave this to the police officer who helped us, the young kid, as a sort of, as a mark of thank you so much. Like, it was at this point we realised this is the way to do it. We need to write down what it is exactly we want to do in the local language of the country we're in mm. so that people can understand what we want to do. Because this is completely foreign to, as we, as we found, to most of the Asian countries that we went through. But that's the thing is clarity is king. Like oh, you, but so, even for like just I just in general like if you know exactly and you're clear and it's written yeah people can even if they think it's bizarre they can at least understand it and at least point you in the direction that exactly, you want right? exactly you know so, trying to you know you, you can't there wasn't there wasn't even you couldn't even look in the the uh, not dictionaries the um, encyclopedia phrase books or whatever okay. it is there's nothing about hitchhiking oh, oh, that's or, what you mean okay yeah sorry um, yeah, really. Yeah, I guess because it, I guess it wouldn't even tra- just oh. you know doesn't translate. Translate, doesn't translate. Yeah, exactly. So we just like you know, and then it's just like trying to explain that, and then for them to say, just get a train. It's like no, no, we we can't. We can't do this. This it, is what we. This is this is our goal. This is what we're trying to do. Yeah. And then so okay, so you get on it. So you, okay, we get, so you get onto the first one. How many how many trucks go by? Before there's a truck that says, yes, I'm going in that direction. Yes. To be honest with you. I will go with you. We don't even know because we were sat in the booth. This this little hut with a police officer helping him write this letter. While there were police officers outside pulling over these trucks. By the way, I just, I just, it just dawned on me. What, what, around what month was this and how hot was it? So this there? is September. Okay. But Indonesia being very close to the equator. It's just hot all year round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hot. It, I couldn't get over it. Um, so actually, because it's, I think it's north of the hemisphere, north of the equator, it's still coming to the end as well. It's kind of like coming out this end of the... It's the, slightly cooler, but yeah. it's not, it's still close to the equator. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's, we, we're yeah. basically in wife beaters, um, vests. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Wife yeah. Beaters, right? Um, so it's, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was so bloody hot. But getting on that, getting on the back of the truck with our golden ticket as we like to call it, yeah. was one of the best feelings I think I've ever had. Because we were on this truck, the wind blowing through our hair, knowing that we had this ticket, if ever we were in trouble in Indonesia, to help us get to our destination, Jakarta, then. It was such an amazing experience. And then, yeah, so these guys took us to the next town and, you know, we'd find a place to sleep. Next morning find a police station or a police hut, show them the ticket. They then knew exactly what to do. They then usher in trucks. And yeah, we... (laughs) That's amazing. We then did that. We did that up to a point. I don't know how far we did that, but then we did it with this one truck and this one truck pulled over and they were like, no. They were like, they, they basically got us in. They then pulled over and then said, You've, they then took us to another police hut and said, we want these guys to give us money. They demanded money from us. So they went to the cops. They took you guys to the they cops. They took us to the cops, even though we'd just been to the cops. And the cops said, it, this, is, this is the situation. And the guy said, nah. I have a problem with authority. Yeah, exactly. Let's stop at these other cops and see if there's a different story to tell. So what happened there then? So then it was just basically there was arguments between us and them, even though we couldn't even understand what it was saying because it was the language barrier was ridiculous. But it just kind of ended up because there was a police there as well. We thought we 
Richard wanted to defuse the situation. So I, I think I gave them like $2. If they only drove us about 10Ks, you know, that's not the point really. But um, we didn't, they were feasers. I didn't like the vibe from them anyway. Right. So we then got off, we were with these, with these new cops now because they dropped us off at the cops. Mm-hmm. We showed them a letter. They then took us onto the main road right. again and showed us the right place. They pulled over this one truck, very memorable guy, a guy called Suwarno. Um, and he basically took us, he must have driven us 1,200 kilometers. Are you serious? Honestly, like this guy, he was the perfect hitch. Oh my God. Yeah, and that was an amazing journey. He, we, we built such rapport with this guy. He was like he was like our Indonesian father. How many days were you guys with him then? So roughly? we were with him for about maybe two days, but that was solid driving. That's all, I was gonna say that's that's solid. Basically, he'd drive. He'd just keep driving. He'd pull over, pick up this other person, and this person would continue driving while he slept in the back. Okay. We slept in the back of the trailer, and this is a trailer that they used to transport scooters to and from Jakarta to Bali. Because obviously it's very popular riding scooters mm. in Bali, mm. um, and yeah, it was. It, we had this amazing. We had this amazing relationship, but it was a relationship where we couldn't understand each other from a language point. But we knew exactly what he was trying to say, and like we were having these. We had like a two-hour conversation. We yeah, I, it's, it's hard to understand. We had a two-hour conversation, but without actually understanding what we were saying, we were just chatting to each other, like. Richard and I to this guy, but, but okay. But 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 did you guys end up understanding each other? Like it, it when you say like an hour or two of conversation, it's you're saying something and he's trying to understand what you're saying and you're trying to find ways to communicate. Yes, yeah. So this like, is, this was like it was like a this time because we were with someone for so long. This was the time where it was like a schooling where we practice how do we communicate. It wasn't just to the local okay. guys, but like, how do we, what's, what, what, what's the sign language that best works or how do we write down what it is we're trying to do? Basically, what's the best way to communicate to people that don't share any language, verbal or sign or written or otherwise with me? Yeah. And so you basically got this intense opportunity to just to do with it this, but, with this really comfortable and safe in this well, exactly environment relatively speaking right yeah. absolutely and also just you know um keep talking i'm gonna go get another beer for us i, I can hear you okay yeah no problem um yeah so basically just trying to teach each other about what we were doing why we were doing it but also to understand um what am I saying now? Yeah, just just trying to trying to make him understand why we're doing it, and because hitchhiking, like I said earlier, it's just it's totally foreign to them, and they don't they don't do that. So that that was like that that was the exciting part. Did he find it really bizarre? Did you understand how he felt about it though? Did he? Yeah. Oh yeah. He 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 was almost gobsmacked. He he couldn't <laughs> fathom why we do that. But he, he just he thought he he thought it was amazing what we were doing. But all the time, again, he would warn us of the dangers and say, it's going to be difficult, you know. It's And we were just like, I don't know. We just thought, you know, the one thing we kept saying is, it's an adventure. This is an adventure. But also, like, 
this is also the first time that we met someone in, in, in a predominantly Muslim country where they talk about how they hated sort of the war on terrorism. They hated, they hated, um, they hated the um, what was the word I'm looking for? Um, is it the demonization yeah, the of Muslim of, or, or of, Islam? Of Islam. Or? Yeah, kind of like you know his name was Suwarno and it was spelled S U W A R N O, and he'd always say it backwards. No war, no wars, no wars. Like he'd say Suwarno, <laughs> no wars. Like he'd laugh about it, like no wars, and we just thought, wow, wow. you know, that's sort of, you know, we never, we never, we never really brought up sort of, you know, terrorism or anything like that. It was just sort of, it's like, it was like they had to, they wanted to show sort of, this is what, this is what Islam, is, Islam's not about this. This is like, the, Islam's this beautiful, like, religion. Or, or, or at the very least, he, I'm sure he wanted to express that verbally, but at the very least, experientially, it sounds like you had this opportunity to meet people that were just people. And, exactly. and, and I think that that was kind of really, and it was people that were just quite happy to help. Absolutely. And I think that that was kind of, it sounds like that's kind of what he wanted to get across, yeah. right? Yeah, it was. It was just, I don't, yeah, it was. I don't know. Like, it's, it. I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it was just, I, I was just. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, no picking yes. off of what you were saying. Absolutely. Just, no, you know. you're good. You're good. Um, oh, cheers, man. He, <laughs> he, um, yeah, no, there, there was just, it's, it, you know, it was just, it was just, it was nothing that we ever brought up that he just wanted to sort of reiterate that, you know. Okay. Maybe, obviously, he had a bad experience or just, it's just. Well, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, not to get too political in this particular, yeah, yeah, exactly. but, but no, no, but it's fine. Like this is the whole point of this podcast is to talk about culture and experiences. Yeah, and exactly. so if it comes up, it comes up. I mean, mm. we're not really just scholars here, but we're just, no. we're just talking and, you know, talking any, anyone's free to, to, yeah. to tweet or share whatever else you want to back at me or whatever or at us. But I guess the, 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 the thing is, it's a really tough thing because yeah, sure. There's a portion there's a portion of, of of your religion that are quite fanatical and are kind of ruining ruining it for everyone else, right? Absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of it. And I, I without getting into too much, I'll sort of leave it at that. Yes. You know? And yes. so it kind of ruins it for a lot of people. And there are a lot of people that are trying to reform the religion as well, mm. trying to bring about more equality within yeah. it for the genders. For yeah. you know, I mean, it, it's it's tough. I mean, and again, religion also gets politicized. Anyway, I don't want to get. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to bring it up too much because yeah. this is really about. Back back to your journey, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. No. If, if it comes up again, like I said, I'm happy we can talk more about it. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's it, it, the only reason I brought it up is just because it did, it just seemed to play a big part of the trip of the experiences we had with people wanting us to know about this. Sure. So it's like that's, that's why I brought it up. But like, uh, yeah. So he he drove us. Yeah, tw- about uh, it was about I think it was about eleven, twelve hundred kilometers. Yeah. yeah, kilometers to Jakarta. He took you to right bang to on. Jakarta. You're in Jakarta. We there. Yeah, he got us there, and we just couldn't believe it. We were actually ahead of schedule. We were like, we'd always been behind schedule, but because of this guy, we were now. I think I think we're only about two days ahead of schedule. But it was the most amazing feeling. So we then had, we then had about I think we had about five days in Jakarta because we had to get our Chinese visa 
which we had to get before we entered China. Yeah, so how are you going to get into China from Jakarta? So basically, we were going to go through um, various other countries, but we thought we need to get our visa in Jakarta because that's where the embassy was to get the visa. For, yeah, I mean, Jakarta is a big city, so yeah. that would be the place to get exactly, any, because, any major visas you need. Yeah, yeah so point. because there was a few countries we had to get visas before entering the country because we weren't flying into the country. We were walking into the country. <laughs> um, so As it were. As it yeah, were. So that's why we had to get, get a visa before coming in. And the same for Kazakhstan and oh, uh, Azerbaijan. So, so okay, so... You, if I'm jumping the gun a bit, but no, just, no, yeah. not don't don't worry. I mean, because yeah. here's the thing: you said you went to what roughly what twenty countries? Is that right? It was twenty countries. I mean, that's if we had to go through every country, like that's. I mean, that would be you know twenty, thirty hour, forty hour. I'm sure you had so many stories. As a oh, it is. It's you know, it's, epic, I'm already. So. I'm just. I'm just in. Uh, in, like thinking about it now, I'm in Indonesia now. I'm just like, wow, this this is not even sort of the, the start of it, really. Um, so okay, so let's move then. So you're in Jakarta. Was that? Oh, anyway, that's fine. I think. Oh, Kay left her phone here. Anyway, never mind. Um, okay. Shout out to Kay. I, holla, <laughs> mother-in-law. We, we, we've taken over my in-laws' uh, living room for this podcast. So, big shout out to the to my in-laws. That's um, uh, so. Is that your phone? That was mine. Okay, no worries. Sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. It's okay. Um, but uh, I'm sorry. What was I going to? Yes, Jakarta. So you're in Jakarta. Where you you get your visa, you get your China. How many visas do you get while you're in? So in, in Jakarta, Jakarta, we only got the Chinese visa, so that took a few days, and we thought it was it's weird because when we were when we do this the getting the visa for a country, and we're based in a city for a few days, we think well, let's have a holiday. So it's kind of weird because we're having a holiday within a holiday, really. So we get to, you know. Yeah, okay, okay. I, I get sense. what you're saying, but okay. But um, so we thought, well, let's... It's not really a holiday. You're, you're not working, We're but, not but working. it's not really a holiday. Yeah, it's not really a holiday. We're just, just sort of, we're, yeah, we're, just, we're just, just traveling, really. But we thought, well, let's just check out the sites while we're here. Sure, so, sure, sure. you know, we went to the zoo. We met this, um, went to this bar. We met this, we met these two local girls. And one of them uh, really wanted to show us what did she want to show you? But she really wanted to show us around <laughs> town. <laughs> no, in all serious. She, she, wanted to show, she, was, she was someone who was very much keen on practicing her English. That was one good thing about this experience, especially in Asia. Everyone wants to practice their English. So, so you they would, had that feeling? Yeah, absolutely. And everyone would approach us or want to be around us. Um, and so the, the, you didn't even have to approach people. It was nice just being there, being approached, and also the fact it was quite funny. But they, I think, Rich they took they took a liking to Richard a lot of them because they thought he looked a bit like David Beckham. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, he listen, had this. I think he had a shaved head, a shaved head, David Beckham. Uh, li- listen, listen, Richard's a beautiful human being. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he looks like Beckham. No, it, Honestly, this is what they said. Honestly, I'm only going by what they said. Yeah, I, I love Rich, but yeah. I know he looks like Beckham. But um, yeah, which which made me laugh. But um, so we get approached a lot, and they'd want to take us out or 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 just just chat to us or whatever, which is really nice. It was good for us to ask the questions that we wanted to find out, you know, about the locals and about the culture and everything like that. And this girl, she took us away for a couple of days actually, up into the mountains. Um, God, I wish I could remember the name, but um. <laughs> That sounds so you bad. heartbreaker you yeah but um well hang on did you take a picture of them well, they're two girls right 
There's two girls, but only one of them. So one of them was just there for the night. The other one actually came to see us the next day in the hostel. Okay. We never thought that would happen. We told her where we were staying, and we just thought, oh, she's not going to come. And then she came at like eight in the morning the next day. Is her name Isabel or Christine? Christine. The only reason why I know, guys, it's not because I'm psychic. It's because I'm looking at their Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, their, at their blog about this. Okay. Yeah. He, um, I got you. Okay. So, yeah. So, she was lovely. She, t- she took us around. And, uh, yeah, just took us, took us up into the mountains. We kind of, it was a great way of escaping out of the city because the city was big. Jakarta's a big city. Mm. And... Um, so yeah, then we came back and then we, we got onto a boat um, from Jakarta to then set sail to Singapore. Okay. So, which is good. So then, okay, so Jakarta, so Jakarta, Singapore, then Singapore to Malaysia. And that was, you got, was hitchhiking in Singapore easy? Singapore is illegal. I would. I mean, in yeah. my, even because even in America, it's technically illegal. Oh, it's I mean, illegal. I guess it's illegal, illegal in more in most countries. It's and illegal in most yeah. countries. Yeah. I mean, there's a uh, famous director, John Waters. He he did it um, in the U.S. and he wrote a book about it. I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. But it was. But no one no one recognized him when he did it. Wait, so he from, was, how long was this recently? He's from Baltimore originally. Yeah, oh, John I Waters. See, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, whatever. So, but but I guess my point is, people still do it. But in the U.S., I guess it's easier to get away. Yeah. There's more space. There's more, 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 more land, more states, more jurisdictions, more loopholes. It's just too big to kind of manage it. But Singapore is like you know, it's it's big city state, but it's a city state. It's not. It's minuscule compared to like the U.S. So, oh, absolutely. And, and and they're quite good at managing. Uh, yeah. Their place, let's just say. Yeah. So, so how yeah, did it go? It was well. To be honest with you, going from you know we were on this this ship. Getting the ship from Jakarta to Singapore, we were slept on the deck. Nearly everyone slept on the deck just because not because it was expensive to sleep in the thing. How long of a ride was it? The though? ride was about thirty-five hours, and we were stuck in the sun. It was horrible. Like we had a bit of cardboard over us. That was it. That was it. We had I'm sorry. Of... This is this is a commercial. This is a commercial not... ferry. Y- yes, not like. Yeah, but it wasn't a very nice ferry. No, no, I mean, but, n- nice or not, I mean, this is people can buy tickets to go on this yes, ferry, right? absolutely. And so, and it was 35 hours. About 35 hours. And that it was okay that it was uncovered n- n- near the equator that this journey yeah. was taking. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sorry, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, wow. it was horrible. Uh, just, and basically it was like, it was like a little township on the actual ferry itself. There was like little markets on there. So we'd go and get our food. We were the only Western people on there. So we stood out like a sore thumb. So we had, we'd have to, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, we had to, so we had to, we were just stared at the whole time. And we had like, we had a lot of people come up and chat to us. Um, and they, they again, they, they, they teach us a lot about, they'd want to teach us about Islam. It wasn't forced upon us. It was just, you know, they wanted to teach us about it. Were they proselytizing though? What do you mean by that? Were they were they were they trying to like convert? Did you get the feeling that they were trying to some... convert? Were there was they a... like you know this is the this is my my copy of the Quran? This mm. is you know a lot yeah, like they... were they were they talking like or was it just like you know there was a couple there was what a do they... you know like were they asking you questions? I, I guess I'm just curious what was they they, you know? they were there was a couple like that and you know 
it was it was just and it came to the point where we we're just like oh we just don't want to be in this conversation right now we didn't really have very far to go because we were stuck on the ship um it's the worst place yeah exactly <laughs> it's like where are we gonna go in, in general like just like if you don't want to be like if you want to break and nowhere you got nowhere to yeah, go yeah exactly like we we we, we we took it upon ourselves to try and um, be as engaging with the locals, wherever they were from, as possible. Because we wanted to learn. But this was a conversation that we just sort of, it was a, it, it did get a bit full on. And we just, just wanted to sort of, we just wanted to. It's okay. Did you get your phone? Oh, that's Jillian trying to call me. It's okay. It's okay. Go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll take a break. Okay. Sorry. No worries. We'll be right back. Michael's got to answer a call. That's okay. Answer it. It's all good. Jillian is Michael's sister. Jillian. Hello? Jillian. Hello? Oh, no. Jillian, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me? God, look at these lights. It's crazy. Yeah, it's... it's past 10. I can't believe it. It's... <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's this is one thing I do love about being in the UK is this the sun. Yeah. The, well, in the summer. In the summer. In the summer, the winters. Is when the winters when they gets dark, it's horrible. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. It's absolutely so, horrible. so, so where were we? We were. So we, we we were still in the we're still in the boat. Yes, in the, the sun, <laughs> and you have people trying to convert you to Islam. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was just kind of it was more it's more like a teachings, I guess. Like, I think convert is. I think convert's quite strong, but it was more like a teaching. It, it, I mean, listen, missionaries from multiple religions have existed for, yeah, you know, I guess. Are, you know, so it's not like it's not, we're not singling them out, mm. you know, but it's the fact that you're in a predominantly Muslim, you know, mm. Muslim country and, uh, yeah. you know, they see people that are, you know, that probably don't believe and they want to talk to you about it. Exactly. That's, I mean, it's, it's a fair point. I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. No, exactly. I think also... You know, you know, I, I, I've got a sort of a, I have a Christian background, but Richard had, Richard's an atheist. And I think, I think they struggled with that at times. These guys in particular. Uh, yeah. But, and that's not, a, it's not a fun conversation. No, definitely not. A fun, not that a fun was, and that's when it got a bit awkward. And I was like, oh, this is something we need to get out of now. Um, but then I think we then realized that Richard should just stay. Really? It got to that point though. It got to the point where, Listen, your beliefs are your 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 lack or your lack of beliefs, I should say, is such a is is causing more problem than than yeah. having a belief. So why yeah. don't you just not? This whereas at least you were you were, <clears throat> whereas at least being being, uh, you know, Catholic, have a having a Catholic background. That's right, right? Catholic yeah, background, right? Yeah, that's having a Catholic background, they can ex they can get on board that oh, it's the same God, but you know we go about it differently. Yeah. Did, did it feel that way, or were they like no, like actually? Oh uh, no no these guys are fine. We we never had too much problem like with uh different religions trying to like with the people who were sort of quite strong on religion okay. trying to sort of convert us or anything. But this particular moment it was probably it it was just it was just a conversation. I think what it was it was more we were tired. It was hot. Yeah. We were on a boat. Sure. Sure sure. And sure. we just we did it was it sounds I'm going to sound really harsh now, but it, it was just quite a boring conversation. Um, it, I know it sounds terrible to say. No, that. no, no. But I mean, I know that that's serious coming from you because you're yeah, very, yeah. you're very polite and sweet. I am, I am. But but but, 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 
35 hours. Like, it's a long-ass yeah. boat ride. You guys have struggled to get there. Like, you don't really want to be bothered to have yeah, to. Yeah, I think we would... Yeah. I think at that time, we, were, we I think we were just... We just wanted to just chill out. You know, it's like... it's It really is quite draining when you try and remain positive all day. You're trying to hitch rides. You're trying to make good conversation with people of different... Like, people from all over the world, especially where language is a problem... <laughs> And culture is a problem. And culture is a well, problem. No, sorry, not a culture, not a problem. Just no, no, like you know, understanding, yeah, yeah. understand the culture, and right, you know, and sort of, and also, I guess, you know, being being culturally sensitive as well to where you were, and learning, and it was, it was, it was, it was a massive learning curve for us all. But like, you know, at the time, it's just like we just we don't want this conversation right now. We're tired. Give us a break, please. And being stared at all day. You know, people taking that. photos of you. Being, it's that. basically just being poked at. Yeah. We I, felt like a, you know, I don't know. No, I got you. Because I get that too. Like, mm. I'm so, you know, like, when I travel, it's the same thing. Or when I'm with with my wife. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, you know, they'll look at us. They'll look at her and, like, they'll they'll kind of stare. And I say maybe they. I mean, obviously not, like, when we're in, in you know, but, like, if we're, if we're in, even in Hong Kong somewhere. Like, it, yeah. it, it happens. Yes. Um. Usually it's mainland tourists, not always, but like they're Chinese mainland tourists. But like it's it's not yeah because they'll because wow. because they, yeah. the, they wouldn't have seen them. But I remember, <clears throat> remember she was saying she was with a friend, um, another blonde. Uh, they were I think at Ocean Park or something. Yeah, which is like this large water park. Um, and uh, what what do you call it? What kind of park is that? It's an it's a, yeah I guess it's a, it's a water park water whatever park, anyway yeah. whatever um, amusement park. That's what I'm looking for. Oh yes, and like it was and all these tourists were like trying to take pictures of them. And they were just like, ah, oh. it's like it's like I'm a celebrity, but also kind of creeped out because yes. I'm just a regular person just trying to live my life. That's exactly. all. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I can imagine at least she could leave. You're yeah. You're, <laughs> you're in the sun exactly. baking, you know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so you, so you guys make it to Singapore safely. Yes. Yeah. And it was it was it was quite it was quite the juxtaposition between Jakarta quite a heavily popular uh, polluted city and then going to this pristine Singapore like one of the probably one of the most high tech cities that I'd ever been to at that stage in time you know everything was so clean you know and you know you weren't hassled hassled's a strong word like you I know I know what you, you mean you know like you it. weren't hassled or anything like that it was just you were kind of like um, yeah and at the time we, because we've been on the boat for a long time, I think we'd eaten some bad stuff. We were both a bit sick, sunstroke. So we had we had to spend an extra day in Singapore just to sort of recuperate. Oof. We also went to check out the Formula One. We bought tickets in Australia for the Formula One in Singapore. Oh, so you so you had so be, so that was a, a clear marker then of like, that was another know, marker. You're exactly. like we have to we have to be here by this time to exactly. enjoy this. Okay. Yeah, because it's not like you know we're not Formula One. We're not particularly Formula One fans, but it was just like we'd never been to an event like that. Like how often like, like exactly. how often are you going to be back in Singapore? I mean, you, know, you know exactly. Really, yeah. How often are you going to be in Singapore to watch the the night the night Formula One? So we did that. It was amazing, incredible. What an atmosphere. Um, but also, I, th- I think we'd we'd obviously. We pushed ourselves quite a lot the couple of weeks it took to get there beforehand because I think we just needed the extra day to rest. No, of course, of course. Yeah. So um, then, then so Singapore, the grand, the the Formula One, 
Yeah. Then make our way to the Malaysian border, basically. And was that a also a hitchhike then? Because you, 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 you I said it's illegal. Do you remember how you got? It the, was or, illegal, but I think did we, you have to make an exception for for, no, for Singapore? For, the, for Singapore, we actually I think it was a ten minute bus ride. Okay. From the bus, like we just thought, well, it's 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 always a difficult that difficult one that one. We we just I think I think it was like a ten minute bus ride from where we were. To the border, and then we just walked across the border. Mm, it so sounds like we're cheating, but it was just like, well, Singapore is pretty strict. For people that don't know, Singapore is pretty strict on their laws, and mm. like they're known for, they're known for some for for having pretty strict. Uh, well, the classic no spitting. Is it no spitting? No, uh, spit, no spitting. Chewing. No chewing gum. No chewing I mean, gum. you can get you can get whipped. You can get lashes. Like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, so we just yeah, it was kind of like intense. I think it was just kind of we better. We didn't even know where we were, so we didn't even know which direction to walk. So we just got on this bus, and yeah, it just took us to the border. It was honestly, it was about five or ten minutes. So I guess that's still cheating in a way. But yeah, we got, we got, we got. Nah. The... I'd rather you guys cheat, cheat, and not be in a in a in a cell. Yeah, you know, or or getting whipped or whatever yeah, for, well, for, for being, you know. Yeah, the exactly. foreigners, you know, doing your thing. Anyway, so you make it to the border, then you cross into Malaysia. Cross into Malaysia, and then from Malaysia we just do our thing. By then we had we looked up the Malaysian um, Lonely Planet guide. It has a map on it on the Kindle. On the Kindle, which right. is great. Right, right. Kindles are amazing. Shout out to Amazon sponsors, Shout out please. To Amazon. Okay, continue. The, the and just just to talk about Kindle, the Kindle we had is the one that had the little keypad on it, which has free 3g on it yeah because they have some actually I, I think quite a few of them have that and you can go anywhere in the world and you just get it you Couldn't, can update you can i don't no sim card i don't understand how it works it's so slow but you know on the ferry the 35 hour like a uh, boat ride up to singapore we were on facebook like you we could barely do anything but you could write a status or something uh and also have a look at a map. It took ages, but it's just like, we can do this. We're in the middle of the sea. Java Sea, was it? I think it was a Java Sea. And it was just, we, we're doing this for free. That's It was just a mind-blowing moment. Um, but anyway, so I got into Malaysia. We did our trick of just grabbing a piece of cardboard. We couldn't do the police officer thing now because, obviously... Um, well, why not? Well, it was just, I don't know. It was just... Did Malaysia seem, or did it just seem like passe? Do you guys want to try something know, new? It just, it like, just, why would it not Malaysia be okay? seemed, I guess we felt more um, experienced now, even though it was only two weeks into our trip, I think it was. And the route seemed more direct because the, the I think the infrastructure in Malaysia was better. Mm, okay. Um, so it just seemed, well, maybe maybe it might be easier to get right. Maybe maybe the, the Malaysian population will have a better understanding of what hitchhiking's all about what it is well and probably had a better idea of what you were trying to achieve and what we were trying to achieve you know in malaysia a lot of people could speak english which was a massive massive bonus so of course we so yeah then we just walked we were able to communicate with the locals say which way is it to get onto the highway they say this way and then we went for the approach of well let's go and hang out by the petrol stations and just go up to, and talk to people. This is this is a common theme. You guys going, you two yeah, going, going just, to the gas station. Exactly, because it know, didn't like, mean people had to pull in. So it was kind of, it must have been such a nuisance to them. But it was a strategic thing for you But guys. it was a strategic thing for us. Yeah, you had to do that. Yeah, so we did that. 
and then we were at play and then we were at we sometimes at petrol stations for like three hours and couldn't get a ride. But the good thing about this was worst case scenario, there's a place we can get food and drink. Like okay. and that was an important thing for us because it was really hot and there was shade. Sure. And the you know, the place was air conditioned as well, which oh, is great. That's a godsend. So uh yeah, but anyway, so we we, we eventually got a ride with these these police officers, but they were undercover cops. So did you know before you got in or were they just... No, we didn't know until they told us. Really? And they were on the drug squad and they were telling us about how it's, it was a death penalty if you were under the influence of any drugs in Malaysia. And we got, we got a picture of me pretending to be arrested by one of them. They put handcuffs on me. <laughs> You've got a sense of humor. Seriously? Yeah. yeah, but they were great. They had a great... And you know, they then took us to one of the houses. One of the, guy, one of the police officers is getting his house built. They wanted to show us their house. So they... We went to check out his house, had a cup of tea, and then they took us back onto the road again and dropped us off in uh, in one of the towns. I can't remember what it's called. Ipo? Is it Ipo? Um, uh, sorry, this but, is a minute detail, but what kind of tea was it? Just Oh, what was it? It wasn't English tea. It wasn't milky tea, was it? It wasn't. It was like a, it was like a green tea. Okay, gotcha. But I can't, I can't remember no, no exactly. big, I, I just wanted... I was just yeah. curious if they... Yeah, no, no. No, no. no they, went, they, went, they went sort of trying to suit... The, I got you, yeah. the English breakfast. No, which, but that's good though. That they this is what we have. And, this is great. what we have. Perfect. Sorry, I just exactly. wanted to. No, no, no. That's that. a good point. No, it, no. It was. It's just like a green tea of some sort. But um. So you guys, so you guys bonded. You bonded with these undercover cops. Oh, uh, we we broed out. We totally did. Did that help? Out. Did that help you moving oh, it forward? Did. Go next. Where it to go did. Next? Like it was. It was quite reassuring because it was kind of like it was a really positive ride with, um, with um. A local in Malaysia, so it gave us a good impression of Malaysia. Good. Okay. And usually, like it sounds terrible, but like it was always first impressions when we first came into a country, and we got a positive experience. I was like, ah, oh, well, you know, this we're gonna get. This is gonna be good. This is gonna be a good thing. It, it was like that ride represented how we'd feel about the whole country. You know, I, and I'm going by first impressions, mm. and but it was sort of it, it sort of it set it set the mood high. It always did. It's an interesting thing. It's almost it's. I often wonder, is it that the first, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You, the first impression sets yeah. you up for a positive mindset. And then is it that your positive mindset colors and influences how you experience it with the country? Yeah, or, exactly. or if the fact that that first impression is an accurate impression of, of the country itself. I mean, I, obviously, I, I don't know. It's a chicken and egg conversation, but it, it's just something that I, I sometimes think about. Yeah, no, it is. It, you, but it certainly, it certainly set the tone for us when we approach people. Like, we'd always try and have a positive outlook anyway. And, you know, one of us was feeling a bit low. The other guy, usually the other guy was feeling still a bit high. So you know, we could sort of help each other out. But it was always the rides or meeting the people that really perked us up. Because, you know, we were like sometimes hanging out with each other for five hours straight, if not more. Yeah, can, can we talk a bit about that? I'm curious, like, how, like, as far as your friendship, I mean, it's the two of you mm. for weeks. Oh, well, like 100 days, 101 I mean, days. Yeah, yeah. months. Um, so, I mean... Yeah, well, we actually, I think, honest to God, I, I don't think we had one fight. I was going to ask if you guys had any arguments. No, we didn't have one fight, I don't think. We just... It's like we were the perfect travel companion. It was like the perfect travel companionship. 
We need to get Richard on. Like, I'm really curious at some point. I want to talk to him. About it. Well, no, at some point, I <laughs> want to get him on. Thinks, yeah. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, I'm on his no, side of it. No, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was like you know. I'm sure he'd say the same thing about you, Mikey. But I, I, I do want to hear. I would be curious as no, well. No, no, so. no. I, no, I'd like. I, I'd be. Intri- I'd be intrigued as well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it just we you know we 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 didn't fight and we sort of like we just we just, it was just one of those things where we just walk and talk with a sign yeah. saying where we wanted to go. And we were quite happy just to walk and talk. It was like, it was something we'd been doing all our life, really. Nights out or, or whatever. We'd go on a night out and then after the night out, finish the night and just, just like walk home at times. And then we'd just walk and talk. It was just, it was just like, it didn't matter where we were. We were just walking and talking. So, and then you, at that moment, you'd forget that you were doing this amazing trip home. It didn't, it didn't matter where the hell you were in the world. We were just walking and talking. Stupid ideas. You know, the conversations got absolutely ridiculous. I can't even remember them, but they, they were ridiculous. <laughs> you know, you're with, someone, you're with someone for 24 hours a day for a few months. It's, you know, you, you, get, to know every, you get to know every single thing about them. Right. And, you know, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was an amazing experience. Like, if you can do that with someone, then you know they're going to be an important person in your life I think um, so yeah that was that was it was a real it was a real test it was of friendship that's that's awesome yeah it was a real test of friendship um, so okay sorry go on so we're oh yeah so where are we? we're in Malaysia well you're we? in Malaysia I mean obviously let's not this is so oh yeah we're not if, if, well hold on no, it's okay, it's okay. Well, if, if we are we are we including are we including England and Australia as in the 20 countries yes no, right no we're, we're not no so really okay so that means we still have 18 countries to go through so we'll have yes. we'll, we'll definitely have to come back and do this again but I do want to so okay so can you talk us through all the countries do you remember all of them yeah I'll tell you the countries. so we did um, Indonesia Malaysia Thailand Laos China Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan, down to uh, up to Georgia, Turkey, Greece, Albania, Italy. How many countries are we on now? Uh, Twelve. Italy. Um, I think did we Italy? How do we get eight countries? Italy, Switzerland's in there somewhere. I I always get the mix. Switzerland, you know Switzerland as well. Switzerland, really? yeah. Okay. Switzerland, Italy. Oh, it's, of course, it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? Switzerland's in there. France in there. Germany's in there. Belgium. Um, there is some. There is some more. We did. Oh, what were the other countries? San Marino. We including San Marino. I think we included a country which is, you know, it's not well known. It's like the smallest, like San Marino, which it, is like northern uh, Italy. Listen, if it's a country, it's, if a, it's country, a country. You know, it's it. a country. It's a country. I think yeah. w- there came a point when we were, I'm really jumping far ahead, but when we were in France, right, and we were like, we were on country 19, and Richie was like, we've got to do 20. So then we had to hitch back into Belgium. Are you serious? To hitch back in. It was something like that. J- j- just to get your numbers Just to in. get the dead. Like you guys had extra time. You're like, you know what? Screw this. Let's just, let's go. Let's just. We were in Belgium for like, oh God, a half. Like, no, 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 no. Maybe stay the night. I can't remember. Like we had to hitch into Belgium to go back into France and then leave from Calais to. Uh, so just to get an extra city in. Just to get, just to get a, yeah. To get another country. Oh, sorry, extra country. A country in, in yeah. Jeez, so it was crazy, <laughs> but there was twenty countries. I can't remember. I just yeah, I've I've forgotten the order now. How we did it? That's no big. So uh, okay, how about this then? Let me just let let's pick a city from the let's pick a country from the middle. Yeah, 
let's pick a country. Let's pick a country. Let's pick France because France is. I'm guessing you left from Calais, right? Yeah. So why don't we do that? Let's pick one country in the middle and then France, uh, in terms of like your experience there and stories. Can we say if I said Kazakhstan, is that interesting enough? Is that is there? Yeah. Is that, the, is, that, is that a good one to go right to? You made a face there. Yeah. So, so, so y- your eyes widen a bit. So it sounds like we'll go with Kazakhstan. So yeah. let's skip ahead. You're in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Yeah, that was sort of, I think that was, when we were in Kazakhstan, that was kind of oh, mid-November-ish. Was it, it's either mid to late November time. So we're coming into winter. And we had tiny backpacks on us very ill prepared um richard was still in trainers and it was snowing but like we were we were hitching through we were hitchhiking through snow Jeez. so they must have people looking at us like absolute idiots um but the interesting thing about kazakhstan is that everyone hitchhikes really everyone hitchhikes but they pay for it okay so we're in a country where we're trying to you know, the idea was not to try and get, well, it was to try and get free rides, I guess, but we weren't doing it as like trying to be cheap. It was more like, right. you know, we try and take, no, no, take no, no. I got you. You, 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 you laid it out earlier on. Yeah, yeah I, exactly. We get it. We, we, it. I can understand it. It was, every, you know, people pay for rides out there. So we were walking along roads where there were just lines, queues of people just with their thumb, like just waving people down for a ride just to go and they'd give them some money so it w- was it like a, like a ride share thing like a car kind, share thing kind of like a car was ride it like share. hey and then like hey i'm trying to go here and yeah then like okay hop in uh you know f- how x x number of whatever currency yeah exactly and, then and it- obviously to locals they would they would understand to pay a good a good fee you know we got into a car with one guy's and they were, it was a very, it was quite, quite an unsettling ride because all they, they couldn't speak a word of English and they were just laughing at us, like quite aggressive laughing, just looking at us, like this, had this cold look about them. And did you feel like your life was in danger? Or? Uh, it, just, it was just a bit unsettling, really, okay. because near the start of Kazakhstan and they asked for money which we got a lot at that point we had a lot you know through and you know through parts of china and everywhere from the from the thesis and um but they were asking for like 100 bucks 100 yeah what, what? Uh, uh, us dollars and we're like You're uh, joking it's like we're not giving you 100 dollars no so usually with stuff like that happen it's just like just, just pull over just say just yeah, say no just go yeah just no not doing it and, and do they go oh, okay come my friend come back and then mm. they try to lower the rate or what do they do try to lower the rate but you know it was just always going to be a ridiculous man or they'd pull over and say get out you know we had had, had a moment excuse me had a moment like that in China in the Gobi Desert sorry I'm jumping back country now but it's okay yeah. these guys picked us up and they were going to the destination that we wanted to go to which is Urumqi Urumqi yeah. northern yeah, China yeah 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 beautiful right yeah and uh we were like, wow, this is about, they, they were students, they were going there, it's like, this is an amazing hitch, like, they're going to be driving about 20 hours, and we're going to be, at that point, I think we were going to be so far ahead of Target, it's like, this is brilliant. We got in, and then they were like, all right, they wanted to have a conversation with us, they had this phrase book, which we, we, we acquired from a hostel somewhere, and we were able to make conversation with with the Chinese and it was, it was amazing. It was really good because we, we were in China for about 20 days, which is quite a long time to be in one country. 
So we actually started learning very basic phrases like... Um, hang on, hang on. Doesn't Rich have a brother in China as well? He did. He did. He did. He, Sorry. I think he, he had did. a brother in China as well, right? Yeah, yeah he did. He did. But okay. he's no longer But known. no coincidence. Though. No okay, anyways. No, no coincidence at all. Okay, okay. Um, but, you know, we. I think we learned... Um, yeah, we, we learned some phrases, but God, we struggled with the tones. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just, it's, <laughs> if, we thought we were, we thought we were nailing the phrases, but we, we were crap. Well, it's one of the, it's, it's uh, so Mandarin has four tones. Yeah. And then, but the same sound can have so many different meanings. Oh. And so it becomes a, it becomes a, a potential danger if you say something wrong yes <laughs> you, oh exactly and you're cursing out someone's mother or something like exactly. that. exactly it was it was yeah. so interesting because the language itself like the breakdown of the language was like it was it, it, it seemed more simple but it was the tones that made it so difficult right if that if that makes sense at you. all um but so sorry you so Oh, sorry. Oh, anyway, no, no, it's okay. So, yeah. so, 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 that was a good, that was a good hitch. Then that was okay. So, well, and so these guys, they, they were, they were looking through our phrase book, and they were looking through the bit where it said money. Oh. And, like, and then, and then they were then trying to explain to us, you know, how much, and then we were trying to play dumb. We were like, okay, let's just try and play this, play dumb for as long as possible because they're still driving. Right, right. Because right. it was at this point they would, they would, they would driving while asking us questions so I thought okay let's just keep them let's keep right. playing dumb see how far we can get and uh then we they we, we just it just came to a point where they were getting quite annoyed that they could see that we were playing dumb so we we're like okay so how much and then they asked for a ridiculous amount and then we we're like no 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 and they were like well we just gotta drop you off it's okay and it was like okay this is fine but we were in the middle of the desert like barren there's there's nothing and it was like to us we're like this is this is a bit overwhelming but at the same time really exciting like because it was kind of like <laughs> you, you i'm not surprised you'd say that yeah but this is the this is the time times like these this is when i was like the only person i'd ever want to be with is richard and maybe he'd say the same about me because we both see this as an adventure. Right. We weren't stressed about it. It was just like, let's just see what happens. So, they, so but these guys, these students. Yeah. These, these university students. I think university, yeah. Or whatever students. Yeah. These are, they're adults. Yeah, they're adults, yeah, basically. So they're adults. So there's whatever, the, whatever they're studying, they're, they're adult students. They decided that it was okay to drop you two off in the middle of the desert. Middle of the desert. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Richard actually wrote an article about this as well. He published... Um, but, oh really? Yeah, I, I. Oh, we got to find Richard. Yeah, gotta, yeah. Gotta, you've got to. You've got to get. You've got to get Richard so he can tell you about all the articles he's written and stuff. Um, but it was, it was, yeah, qu- quite a moment where we're like, what do we do? Yeah, yeah, so, so what's what's <laughs> what in the desert? What's in the desert? What like are you like? Paint the picture for me. What time is it? Where are you? Like, so it's, what do you during, see? It's during the day. So it, it, I let's say it's about eleven o'clock in the morning. And okay. we had a kind of rule that we'd say we won't hitch after dark just because it could be dangerous. We wouldn't know where we were. Right. So it was like maybe up until about six o'clock in the evening, it's time to start looking for a place to stay. Um, so, yeah, we were just, we were just, um, we were in the middle of the desert. We were like, well, at least we know Lumshi's that way. Let's just, let's just walk. So we just continued doing the walk and talk because we had the sign then that said, 
Urumqi or Ulumqi. In, 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 in Chinese? In, in, uh... We had it... We had it in English and Chinese symbols. Okay. We we kind of mixed them. Characters. It. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Char- okay. Characters. No, okay. Okay. Characters. But but did you? The, uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other written language you needed to. Okay. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So English been, and Chinese. Okay. So yeah. you're there. And um, is it? Is there any shade? Is it? Are you? Are you? Because you're, you're on the main road, but there's just sand around you, or what is it's it? It's kind like? of. It was more like it was more sort of there was mountain range, but there was. There was no life form. It was just a road. There's some altitude, right? There's a bit of altitude. It was cold. It was getting colder. Yeah. Okay. But like it was just it was still it's still a nice day, you know. It was it was fine. And we thought well, we're we're on the main road. You're so positive. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the main road here, so people are still going to drive past, but it didn't have like it was like every hour one car would go past. So then it was kind of at the point when a car would go past, it was almost desperation. The try make an amazing impression when the car's coming towards you. You know, we we then, coming into China, we then learned that waving your hand up and down was the way to hitchhike over there, like to hail a car. So having your arm, like, so if you're standing straight, your arm straight in front of you. And just waving it up, up and down. And down, the entire arm up and down, up and down. That's yeah. how you just say, hey, that's hitchhike. That's hitch, basically, that's hitchhike. That's ha- hailing a car. Okay. And smiling we found that smiling at the cars was a big thing and we and, and obviously in most asian countries um we we tried to remain clean shaven i didn't like it richard kept forcing it but it it definitely helps so he he was right to he was definitely it's, okay. it, it's hard to say but he was right <laughs> it was hard, he was right we had to remain clean shaven and then so you're waving so we're waving and you know we get one car pull off pull over and we got a vibe we didn't get a very good vibe from these guys. There's two guys in a pickup truck. They had an axe in the car. We're like, oh, and we're just like, you know, we, this is, we thought we've got to let them go. We, they, we're just getting a bit of a murdery vibe from them. Sounds terrible, doesn't it? Well, I mean, you never know, but you just never I mean, know. They, we're they, in the middle they of nowhere. Been lovely, but they, they could be lovely. But we, they also had an axe in the car. Yeah, they had the truck, an axe in you, the car. You, you had a split decision, split second decision to make. Do I, do I jump in or not? So, okay. Do you eventually, you must eventually get a vehicle though. So we eventually got a vehicle. Yeah. But like, you know, in, in this, in this area, just to sort of like to continue painting the picture, there's cliffs where, where there, there was cliffs with like, with caves in them. And it came to a point where we were like, we might have to sleep in a cave tonight. It's cold. We haven't got anything to light a fire. I had, a, I had like, and we had minimal clothes because we just, we wanted to travel light. Right. And you and we, packed in really hot weather. Like, yeah, like, we packed in hot weather and then obviously it just headed north. Not only the seasons are changing, but we're heading north. It's getting colder. And we were talking about how are we going to sleep tonight? And we thought of, well, you know, we've got one little coat. That could be like our duvet. We'll sleep back to back, hugging our che- hugging our chests so... We can keep each other warm. With our back, yeah, backs and to each other. So okay. it's kind of like we just thought that's the best way we can try and keep warm if it gets to that point. But yeah, so eventually that never happened. And um, we eventually got a ride with these people to this random town halfway between wherever we were to Urumqi. Like maybe, maybe I don't know, let's say 15 hours from 
a room chair. So you were on a fifteen. So you were in a in this vehicle with these people for fifteen hours. Not for fifteen hours. They took us to the next town, which was fifteen hours. So Fif- okay, sorry, which was fifteen hours okay, to a room okay. And uh, yeah, and then when you got to towns like these, these were the towns where I wouldn't be surprised if they hadn't seen a westerner before. We were followed by west. We were followed by the locals. Hordes of them. We felt like celebrities in these towns. <laughs> like it was an amazing. Um, that was an amazing experience to me. Richard had already experienced a bit because he'd been in China before to see his brother. Right, right. Uh, but for me, this was a new experience. I'd be, we'd be walking around, like, I remember walking to this little tea house or coffee shop, and the girl behind the can, the the, the girl behind the till actually screamed. You saw you? Which you saw us. And I was like, ah, and then it was just, it was just get the phone out, photos. They just wanted photos and just. Really? So interested. So, like, they couldn't speak a word of English. They touch your face? Yeah, they were just, yeah, it was. Really? Amazing. Like, it's just, it was amazing. Okay. Absolutely amazing. It was hard not to let it get to your head. You know, mm. I'd end up starting to, starting to strut down the street. <laughs> you know, I was like, don't let it get to your head. <laughs> but you was just like, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Look at me. Do the slow motion spin? No, I didn't spin, but you know. Like, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it I was an amazing. You. It was just an amazing experience and one that I'd never felt before. And I can see why. It, it was like having. It was like the taste of being a celebrity. And the further north you go, from what I, I haven't gone that far north in China, but you know, there are in terms of ethnic ethnicity, mm. there's a lot more ethnic diversity. There did is. You, did you see some people that looked what kind of Western or had like any gin, like some redder hair or like brown hair, it's, green eyes, blue eyes? Because it's pretty, it's pretty common. Because people often think Chinese or or China, and they think of the what we typically would say, you know, Asian, mm. right? Or at least I know Asian means can mean like Indian or brown out in the UK, but it, yeah. yeah. Oh but, yeah. But, no, but, no, there's, but like, there's, you know, far East Asian, I, I guess there's you many, guys know there's what many, I mean. Yeah. That's but, it. But, 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 but there's, but they, but that is like a Han, Han Chinese, Han ethnic. Did you see a lot more than just that then? Yeah. Like, I, guess, some of that? I guess like heading further North, you know, cause you're on basically we're nowhere near it, but you're heading towards Mongolia. Yeah, exactly. And you, you see in this people's, um, people were, I think people were a bit bigger, generally a bit bigger. That's pretty. There's, there was a there was a thing about that about cold weather having an impact on the size yeah, of people. Like but yeah, it's pretty north. Like we always, because my family's from the south, southern like southern China, and typically yeah. smaller. The further north you go, the bigger they tend to mm. get. It's I don't know exactly genetics, yeah, exactly. genetics, cold weather. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, no, no, exactly. It was it was sort of yeah, people like oh, I don't know. People just seem, yeah, just just seem bigger. Like I just, that's the way I can describe it. Like wider faces. Talking to them, there you go. Sorry, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. People had wider faces. Okay. That was like if I'm, I, I hope that doesn't come across as bad, but no, like, no, I, that was my observation. I don't think so. I, I, I understand what you mean. I mean, it's um, if we look at features, I can understand. If I'm going by facial features, you know, that's people generally had a wider face, and but the attitude was like a much colder attitude. It was quite. Really? Sort of, yeah, just like cold. F- was it cold or was it just? It was cold. Direct. It was. Or, uh, or yeah. Or they just didn't care to really they deal just, with you. I think like they just. We had such a positive experience in the south of China, whereas okay. the further north we got, people just seemed less friendly. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's how it was. It just. Oh, that's disappointing. People, yeah, it was. And it's like, 
Because for me, I think China was one of my favorite countries. Okay. It really well, there's was. There's a lot to see, though, to be fair. Oh, it was just... I think that's where we saw... It was re, It was sort of the, the country where we, we saw the most kindness. It was top... Th- excuse me. One of the top three, anyway. At least. And, um, yeah, the further north we went, we were coming closer to our Kazakhstan time. It was like, okay, now it's... People would just seem less friendly... Okay, so so now so to get back to Kazakhstan, which is where we were. Yes, to, oh, that so, was yeah, that yeah, no, was no, 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 no. good segue. <laughs> good segue. No, <laughs> no so, but so after China, you went into Kazakhstan. Yes, went into Kazakhstan. So, how was that border crossing? Yeah, that was that was interesting. That was. You're, yeah, you're, you're, just, you're making a face. You're making a face. No, it just I don't know. I just I I think it was like. It was one of my least favorite countries, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, you just, I think I was just used to seeing such a smiley China that going into Kazakhstan, we, you didn't see very, you didn't see many smiling people. We were, we got a lot of negative experience from people. How many days were you, were you in, or roughly though? How many, like, were you a week? Was it a, was how long it a, were we there for? We were there for, 15 20 days oh so you were there for we were there for a while it's a huge country yeah um but you know we just we just had people who were i don't know they they were were just sort of fascinated by money in kazakhstan okay all they talk about was money and really yeah and you know i think it was sort of oh man i'm I'm, my history is terrible but i think it recently become independent from Russia, well, that, well, that whole that whole area is fast, like Afghanistan. Yeah, all, like a lot of the stands. Like I, again, I, I'm not a historian either, but like, yeah, I know. But, but 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 there's a lot of crossover with language. So there's a lot of Russian language. There right? was. Then you have their local language. Then you also have Chinese sometimes. Like there are some part Mongolian. Like it's a really, it's a really like I I want one of the things I really want to do is actually, you're gonna laugh, but I want to actually ride a horse across <laughs> across the Eurasian steppe. Like I want to ride across Mongolia and ride through Kazakhstan. Like I would I would love to, like that's a dream of mine. Sort of like doing Jen- like a Jenkinson ride or something. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to do that. I genuinely would. Um so I did read a bit about that side, so but you know, anyway. It's, it's so it is it, it but it is fascinating and I think, you know, it's one of, although I say I probably got the most negative experiences there. I, I, I do I would love to give it another try. Um but let's pony tr- let, let, let's ride together. Yeah, let's I'll ride I'll ride with you, Josh. <laughs> ride, I'll ride, ride with that. you. But what I found very interesting was seeing the relation seeing the sort of the the relationships between the the Russian Kazakh and the the, the like the sort of the Kazakh Kazakh. Right, like, and it was sort of they, they sort of lived in harmony. There was no interesting. Didn't hello, hello, how are you? There, there didn't seem to be sort of much. Racism We're having a there. little conversation. I'm recording uh, for a podcast. <laughs> Hi, Kate. How are you? Sorry, I overtook the space a little bit. I tidied up a little bit. It's just I just interrupted you. No, 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 no. no, no, no don't worry about it. It's pretty you're casual. Just, you're just getting a really good shout out now, Kate. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. We'll probably be maybe another fifteen, twenty minutes or so. Hi, Barry. Hi, Barry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I found. You know, there was it was there only on impre- like only on sort of our observation, but it didn't seem to be. Uh, it seemed like they lived in harmony. 
the I got you. I, you you you, you see some you, you see a lot well. of ethnic diversity within the population because of the cultural the history. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, and this this seemed like like I say, they they seemed to live in harmony. There wasn't seemed it didn't see, seem to give off much sort of like animosity between the two sort of mm. the groups, and it was it was it was nice seeing that. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. At all. I got you. Um, no, that was cool. That was cool. But. Um, yeah, it was. I, I don't know. It was, I think it's just at the time. It was just cold, you know. I think it's the weather probably. <laughs> that probably didn't probably didn't help help your experience, you know. And also just having, and like I said, so having such a positive experience in China, and then going to Kazakhstan, it was just like, I don't know. Like we we were in this, um, we we're in this town called Taraz, which is sort of south. I think it's south of uh, Kazakhstan. Midway, like halfway point of Kazakhstan, but around the south, and this local guy who could speak English, right? Can't remember his name, right? But he was a businessman, and he'd opened up a, a, a language school for the kids in the area, so that they could go and um, speak. So that they, they, it'd be like an evening class for them. Right. And he saw us. Obviously, we stood out like a sore thumb, and he was like, "I want you to come in and do a few classes for me." So we got invited in to do a few classes for this guy. And we just didn't get a very good vibe from him. He was just all, he, he was, it was more like he was exploiting us. Mm. Like we, obviously we'd, we'd had so much experience of people wanting us to come in and talk to people and whatever, but we got good impressions from him. We were happy to do it, but it was this, this experience that we, we, I don't know. He felt like a, um, did you feel like he was trying to exploit you guys? Yeah, it was, or? I guess like exploit. I couldn't use exploit. Yeah. I guess he was, it did feel like he was exploiting us. And, um, he was just basically, he was almost, he was trying to force us to work with him uh, well, for, he, for well, he very placed... little money, like for tiny right. money, you know, and we were just like, oh, and, well, it, and he broke, and, and also, I think also he broke Rich's Kindle. Did he? Which is a massive deal. Like he still, he didn't really, he still didn't by mistake, but it was broke. No, and we were Kindle. like, it was like our map had been ripped up. Oh, Honestly, it was just like, what are we going to do? So then we had to, really just try it oh my god i think i think we had to write down sort of sort of uh important point important sort of points of interest to help us sort of navigate our way for the rest of the way but that was that was a big deal oh, yeah but like yeah no just he, he was just it was like he was just he it's like he had another agenda or something with okay. us we just didn't trust him okay um so um yeah yeah so anyway there's, there's kindle broken kindle yeah, it was a sad moment, okay. a really sad moment. Okay. Um, and yeah, yeah, that, that was just kind of like the ice on the cake with this guy. It was just like, ah, oh, just get us out of here. Like we just, we just didn't want to be around him. And were there any positive experiences you had? There was still positive. I want, I, want to, I do want to hear because I, yeah. I, I don't want people to. Yeah, feel no, like I don't, I don't that was the only thing because because you know because you, know, you know the the, the contextually you're also. You're hitchhiking through the country. So, yeah. C currency it, was an important thing and that well, was part we, of... We first arrived at this... I guess I guess the first day, like the first night or something, we arrived into this place. We were so hungry. Like we hadn't eaten for ages just because there'd never been a chance to eat. And we were in this random trucker stop or something. And we were like... We had, we had no money. But we had nothing on us because we never had the chance to take money out. And there was no ATMs. And we were trying to make our way to... Um, Almaty. So Astana is the is the.
capital, I think. I'll take but, your word for it. I don't I, know Kazakhstan oh, that well. But Almaty is like the main. It's like it's like the, it's like the it's like the the cultural sort of um, the cultural city capital. of yeah cultural capital. I I, I, of, I, I, uh, I got you. Okay. So we're basically trying to make our way there, and we got to this place at like nine in the evening. This this random trucker stop, really hungry, nowhere to get cash, and we just walked in and we just looked. We must have looked so pathetic, like I was I was almost shaking. I was that hungry. I was like, oh man, I don't know how much longer I can last. How and long had you have you not been eating? Uh, maybe like, like only like twenty four hours or something. But we hadn't drunk either, and it was cold, so we were burning fuel quickly, yeah. and we were tired as well. That's crazy. And this guy, um, this guy pulled over. Uh, sorry, this this guy saw us and just looked at us. Do you want to eat? And like, oh, it's okay. We, you know, we haven't eaten. We haven't. We've, we've we've got no money. Blah blah blah. And he just basically. Uh, what do you call it? He just said, "I'll buy you dinner." Really? Yeah. So I'll buy you dinner. So he just bought us dinner, and it was it was like the moment in Jurassic Park one when the kid, you know, the two kids walk in, and they just just shoveling food in their after mouth after they've been out. They they've had to like brave through dealing with the T Rex yeah, and all the stuff, like getting that. shocked by the gate, yeah. and they get in all this food, and so it was like that. It was like that, all you know. And I watched that moment. I just. I'm, I'm like when that kid's opening his mouth I'm opening my mouth imagine eating the food it was just like that moment like I was breathing in this food I, I love I love that you dropped the Jurassic Park yeah I have to use Jurassic Park for, for that but it was like yeah it was it was that was a good moment that was a really like pick me up moment which and I, you, which, you needed that you oh, we, oh we needed like yeah it's only 24 hours but like honestly you know it was cold we were so well prepared mm. it was a bit of there was a bit of worry it was like Oh, we, we, we are not ready for this. We are not ready for Kazakhstan. So, um, yeah, we, we eventually got a ride, got into Almaty about one in the morning, and we were basically just walking around the freezing streets of Almaty, not even knowing where we we're going to stay. But we found we found this like nice little guest house, I think it was, and, yeah, that was so expensive. But we were just like, let's just stay here tonight. You guys need it. And they took your car, they, like... They, you were yeah, able to pay. we were able to pay by card. That was we were okay. able to, and that was the most important thing. So yeah, mm-hmm. so we stayed. We actually ended up staying in that place for about uh, three three nights, I think it was. Okay, it was nice, and then, you know. Oh really? So you stayed in this one place for three nights? Three nights, yeah. Was it because you guys also just needed a break? I think we needed a break, but also we just. Uh, why did we stay there? We just. I think we just did. We we had a few days up our sleeve, which was great. Okay. So we thought, oh, let's just just check out. Let's because we also wanted to wash. Because we we hadn't it sounds disgusting we hadn't washed for a month our clothes because we were wearing the same clothes so we we then we had a place of a bath and we just washed off stuff properly in this bath we had bought detergent and everything I don't even want to imagine what that water oh that it was pretty I think we had to wash the clothes twice but <laughs> we it was old school washing as well you know rubbing them yeah, together yeah, yeah. and everything like that but it was quite satisfying and uh, yeah we washed that and just hung them out and we just explored the town sure. I bought a pair of thick boots mm. i was like and richie didn't i don't know why he just didn't Did they, but but they, they you clearly like they came in handy You're oh they you were it's one of the best purchases i've ever made they were a lifesaver and then it was just there was just one moment we were in this town and we um we went out and we saw this pub we thought oh let's go check out this pub and basically went in there we just started sitting we just started sitting there and the owner of the pub came to us. It was like a bar. And he was like, 
oh hey guys we he, he was he was he was a local he was a local businessman I, he was giving off like he had a lot of money a very wealthy man and he was just like oh where are you from he's like oh we, we, we're from england but we live we lived in australia and he goes whereabouts we're like oh kalgoorlie he goes no way i worked in kalgoorlie and this is a local guy from kazakhstan he, he he'd obviously been involved with management up there or okay. down well, there I, or I something. I would imagine mining and minerals had something to do with it. Absolutely, that, that, that as well, because as well. oil and gas is a big thing yeah. over there. But um, he, um, what was I saying? Yeah, so he basically just said to his, the manager of the bar, he said, listen, drinks are on us all night. Really? So we ended up, we got there about one in the afternoon and we stayed there till 12 at night. Wow. Just drinking, got absolutely hammered and by then all the locals were in there it, we had such an amazing night because there was a there was actually um we met some pilots who flew for what's that birmingham airline bm oh, i can't remember anyway there's a local beer uh birmingham airline and they were all there because birmingham england birmingham birmingham england yeah okay because it attracted there was a lot of western people who came to this bar because okay. they, they were they basically worked in the mines in kazakhstan okay so they, um, so we were actually chatting to some people, and then there was loads of Russian girls, and they were beautiful. And we just, yeah, we just ended up just. <laughs> I, love it, I love you casually just slipped yeah. that one in. Yeah, yeah they were just beautiful. Yeah, yeah whatever. Anyway, yeah, no. we ended up just just staying in this place. It got horribly drunk, and then because of that, we had to stay an extra night in Almaty because we were so hungover. Of course, but it was it was funny that because. The next day, we, well, if we were to leave the next day, we were planning to go to this town further on. Right. But that day, there'd been a terrorist attack in that town. And we were like, wow, well, if we left, uh, if we, you know, what if, you know, you, you know, may not have had, but there was a terrorist attack, like, shock. I don't even know if sort of the West heard about it, but yeah, about seven people were killed. It was awful. And we're like, wow, we, you know, we could have been there if we hadn't done, had the night out <laughs> right and and sort of had a hangover it sounds ridiculous i know but yeah but it, you know it's moments at, at like that, that you're like you just, yeah. yeah you're just like wow amazing but anyway so we eventually just got back on the road um okay so just to i just want to cap off kazakhstan and we'll move right to france uh so you did have some good experiences in Kazakhstan. Then. So we did you, have you good did have some good, warm-hearted experiences out there because you we mentioned did. earlier you did have some neg- yeah, negative. Yeah, yeah, I did start but, negative. I, you know, it's it's nice to, upon reflecting, it is nice. Like uh, further on down the tracks in Kazakhstan, we got picked up by this guy, local guy, and he thought we were German for some reason. He approached us by saying, uh, uh, "Was it Sprechen Sie Deutsch? Sprechen Sie Deutsch?" Yeah, and we were like nine. <laughs> but he just said, "I'll oh, just just get in." So we just listened. To, so we just we it was just, it was a silent ride for quite a few hours actually. I don't think he was in the mood for chatting. But he he just dropped us off at this trucker stop, uh, a Turkish trucker stop, in fact. So you so okay was it was it as in he got you into Turkey or as in it was no just no no owned no oh, no no just just no no just a, just a t- this trucker stop. There was a lot of. Turkish uh, lorry drivers, okay, obviously transporting stuff so on, along the Silk way, Road, yeah, yeah, okay. and um, but it was also like it was. It sounds ridiculous, this, but I think it was like it was a mini brothel as well because there was. Sorry about this, Kate. You have to hear all this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but basically, they um, they had load. They invited loads of prostitutes into this place, 
and there was a big jacuzzi. So they were having, all I can know, a very good time up there. Right. We, the, the people who own this place, invite us in for dinner mm. and they put us in the boiler room, the boiler room that feeds the, the heat to the, 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 to, to the jacuzzi. Right. Um, and um, so, yeah, we slept in this rat-infested boiler room. Oof. Honestly, my, my pillow was moving. There was that many rats. It was horrible. Oof. But, you know, we had a really good sleep because we were knackered. <laughs> so, fair, fair enough. Yeah, we got through it. But, um, yeah, that, that was a – but, you know, it's, I've painted such a terrible picture there. That was also another really positive moment because, you know, these guys took us in. They fed us. Uh, they, they, they gave us a, a room to stay in. And, um, yeah, that was, that was really, it was so interesting as well because we found that really exciting. You, you, you know, it was, can I just say, not everyone has a constitution or yeah. the, or the, or the, the ability to stomach a long journey of surprises. Mm. And you clearly have the aptitude, the yeah. ability to be fine with whatever's thrown at you. Yeah, so pretty I, much. I, I, I can, I can, I can understand what, but, uh, but that's good though. You had, so, I see how you took that as a yeah no absolutely but I think, I think it's, and... it was just sort of you know we'd been everything was just so new to us and it was just so exciting and um, and we had you know although we'd had maybe some bad experiences the the positives sort of outweighed them sort of exponentially it was just it was just you know it was overwhelming Beautiful. I'm talking about Bali all the way up to that point in time right. as well you know it was just amazing so okay Let's cut to France. Let's cut to sort of your last day in France before you know you're heading back to Blighty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Then so going so in France. I know. Now. So now we're skipping ahead. What another ten, fifteen countries or whatever. It yeah. Is. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so we kind of went in and out in France. I think a couple of times. I'm not too That's sure. Okay. Just to squeeze some countries. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, in France, the night before we actually took the ferry to get to. Um, to to get to to get to Dover, we we were at this trucker stop. Which we managed to hit a ride, hitch a ride to this trucker that, stop. I can just say you've said trucker stop so many times because that is clearly where it's at. Yeah, exactly. Just it was rides. just it was just truckers. Mainly it was with lorries or just because we knew lorries and trucks. They drive long distances and they usually have an endpoint, which is like a major city or sort of. You know, sure, sure. they're going to go through countries. So okay. that's. So, so, are you in Calais? Is that what you're saying? So we're not in Calais now. Okay. I, I can't remember. I wish I could remember the town. That's okay. The, you're in a town. The ran- it's like, it was honestly, it was just a random truck stop on, okay. on the main highway. So we're at this place. It was freezing, um, and we were just at this truck stop. We were just at the bar, just eating. We're like, okay, what what we're we going to do? And I guess, you know, our French was still terrible. At least we'd be able to have a better chance at speaking French than we could Mandarin, for example, because we could string the tiniest, the most simple uh, sentences. So, yeah, we just we just go up to people and ask if they speak French. A lot of them would say no, especially they hear we're English. Speak English. No, just speak English. Sorry, speak English. Sorry, yeah, yeah, speak English. And uh, a lot of them would just like no. They would make sure they could tell we were English. They were like, no. It was quite funny. That, and my French was terrible. Rich's French was better than mine. Um, but yeah, we, we eventually, we were chatting to the lorry the truckers. And then we, we spoke to guys from like Holland, Germany. And this guy from Holland who was going into England, we were like, oh, please. We, we were almost 
because we're so we were at the end we were so over it by then mm. we were just like almost begging for a ride and he was just like I can't take you because by law I can't take you because if I get caught mm. you wouldn't be covered blah 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 and we're like oh this is ridiculous blah, you know and then he said listen there's a guy who's just pulled in who's from England and because he could tell by whatever he was transporting I can't remember what it was um, and he's like you should try with him so you were like this is our moment and we were like alright let's we've got to prepare this pitch so we were just sort of I don't even know how we did it but he basically this guy came in and sat by the bar and all we could do was just we were sat at the other end of the place just staring at him just like we can't we can't fuck this up right that's what we were saying we, right. we cannot fuck this up because we were like a day behind getting to England on the schedule and we're like this is this is the moment and so we just thought let's just have a chat with him and the thing is you need to make it back for Christmas right exactly, exactly. so and like so your family is expecting to see you guys and exactly. they knew you guys were going on this absolutely long journey yes not via plane Mm. via hitchhiking so they so the stakes are high at this point the stakes are high and i think the last time we spoke i spoke to mum. i think i told her i was in switzerland or something okay so they knew we were in europe but not sure where, okay. where. so we basically um what you call it we yeah we basically just thought let's just have a chat with this guy mm. just a general chit chat so I was like, how's it, how's it going? We just spoke for a bit and then start to, they started to start telling them about our little adventure and what we're doing. And then I think we just got on to sort of like find out where he was going, what he was up to. It was quite obvious. what we, Smooth. Yeah, where, I was it was quite say, obvious. Very smooth, fellas. Very well, smooth. Well, yeah. Like, but you had to do it though. Like yeah, there, there was, was no always, way around it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There was always a bit of desperation. But then he was just like, okay, listen, you guys try and get something tonight. I'm leaving tomorrow at four o'clock in the morning. If you can't find anything, then I'll take you. Uh, but if you do, then that's fine. And we were like, okay. Yeah, and we are like, yeah, yeah, that's fine, that's fine. And then he, he went to show us a truck and said, oh, so can we, can we sleep in your truck tonight? And he goes, no, you're gonna, you'll die of hypothermia. It's freezing. So we're like, oh, okay then, okay then. So he said, yes, yeah. so like I said, Go in there, see if you can find someone to give you a lift. If you can't, then I'm leaving at four. I might see you here. So we were like, yep, yeah, okay, yeah, we, we get there. So we, we might see you at four. We walked in and was like, we're seeing him at four. We, went, we then checked in at the place. We went straight to bed. It was like, we, we're, we're just, not looking for anyone else. We're not looking for anyone else. 4 a.m. it is. We've got our ride. We're just going to get there at 3.30 and just wait outside the did you ever, did you ever? Did you ever think that maybe this wasn't going to happen? Maybe he would leave early or like whatever? No, we were just like, we're going to get there half an hour before he decides to leave. Okay. And then just, uh, and then, you know, it's sort of like we got in there and he was such a funny guy. He was so interesting. He had some amazing stories about how he... Uh, hang on. So he drove... So basically you guys... So we got in with him wherever this trucker stop was on the highway. Right, right. He drove us to Calais and then he was just like, oh, listen, I'll just give you a ride over. So he... I don't know if he paid for us or he just managed to just get us on and we just bought him breakfast on the actual ferry over as a way of saying thank you. And that's how you made it home. And that's how we made it home. Yeah. And then we got to London and we got on a train. It was an amazing experience. 
<laughs> so if there's any anything you want to if there's any final things you want to share with people that do decide not that not that this is recommended for everyone but is anything that you do recommend for people to must be aware of before they go um, what would it be i think have have faith in humanity that's that's sort of my and smile smile and have faith in humanity we may come across as very naive people but you know sometimes yeah with the the charity we did it for um was a charity called war child oh so this is actually for a charity so we we we, we did it as an adventure but then people were like you should do this for charities well. so we did we chose a charity war child and the reason we chose war child is because war Ch- war child's it's kind of war shows the inhumanity of humanity and i think this adventure we wanted to show the humanity of humanity if that makes sense yes it does and it does you know that was sort of i guess that was pretty much the philosophy one of the main philosophy of the trips as also sort of showing the kindness of strangers and that man will help strangers you know strangers will help strangers i think that's perfect yeah. i think we'll cap it off right there okay Mikey, yeah. th- thanks for thanks for doing this. Uh, no problem, man. Thanks for sharing. We'll we'll, we'll have to talk to Rich some other You'll time as well. You have to talk well. to Richard because Richard will fill in. Like he he'll go into detail. The, and like I said, there are so many other countries. We'll we'll probably do this throughout the years, and we'll probably yeah. unpack all of this. Yeah. Let me just give a quick shout out to your to the website for people that that can read back on some of the posts you guys did on the blog. It's therichmikehitchhike.tumblr.com. Uh, that's it. Yeah. You can go check it out. Some of their posts throughout their journeys right there. And if there's anything else, I'll post it up on the site. Yeah. yeah thanks, Josh. It was, no. Yeah, it's you. good. It's, it's good. It's, I should have read. I should, maybe I should have read the blog. No, Mikey. This, d- but don't worry about it. Yeah. You did, you did great. Thank you. But uh, yeah, Rich is trying to write a book. So if anyone wants to publish Yeah, there should be a book. Okay. A little yeah. shout out so for that. Rich, we'll, Rich has written a book. He's just trying to get published. Get me, um, get me the information, the uh, website or an email or whatever, and then we'll see if anyone... Yeah, if anyone yeah. if anyone's interested in writing in publishing this book, just yeah. get us get contact with us. I think they need to they need to read the Tumblr website first to to read the anecdotes to understand the sort of the style of how it's written and everything because it's very funny. Right on. Yeah. Thanks a lot, buddy. That's my pitch. Cheers. Thanks, George. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mikey. Cheers.